You did it to spite me. I saw you looking at me that whole time. I'm in a different chair. There was no button click. There was no chair squeak in that whole time. Joe, did you see him? Did you see him no, looking was, at me like, hey, Gonzo, hey, Gonzo, there's not going to be a chair squeak this I time. Was, hey, look at me. I was, pulling no up, chair squeak. I was pulling up my news and then looking at the top article of my saved articles and just shaking my head laughing at it because the headline is so funny to me. Are, are we going to cover that today? Yeah. Because we'll, we'll, you, you can't build me up like that. We'll, we'll get to it. It'll be, it'll be my... What? Oh, you got some on your trackpad. Shut you up. know what? That makes up for the no chair squeak, <laughs> I think. Anyway, welcome to Couch Scratches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. <coughs> Jim had a mouthful of uh, white liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it's monster. It's it's the white monster energy drink. I'm being lewd. I'm being lewd like, for no reason other than the fact that I went drinking. Have you ever seen it out of the can? Have you ever poured it into a glass? No. It's kind of milky white. It is a weird, like almost opaque white color. Is it really? Yeah, it's a really odd color. Just this one? Yeah. As opposed to my preferred. Is the blue one blue? Yeah. And, and my preferred uh, monster of this evening is the Pacific Punch. Yeah, but that's like orangish red, uh, right? It's very, it's very much like a Hawaiian punch red. Of the of the ultra monsters, I think the only one that isn't the color that it is on the can is. The black one is like a dark red because it's not black. I would be really <laughs> upset if it was a black liquid. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I, I, you would drink it I, out of a glass okay. all and the then, time. And then I remember that Coca-Cola is I went to a black liquid. Janine and, I, liquid. Janine and I went to CVS the other day, yeah. and we were walking by the water cooler, yeah. and we saw water yep. called, it was called like BLCK, and it is black water. It is. Why? And we bought That's it. That's not the color water is supposed to be. We bought it and drank it, and it tastes like water. Yeah, but that's not the color water <laughs> is supposed water to be. Your water isn't goth enough. <laughs> Listen, if I wanted black water, I would just go to Flint, Michigan. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting political early. <laughs> hey, if I don't get it out now, it apparently becomes the entire episode. <laughs> and how do people respond to that? I haven't been checking our metrics. They didn't. <laughs> People's oh, I mean, we had downloads. That like good the episode. Oh, we had downloads. Okay. Everything we that I've downloads. read has been that they liked it. Yeah, okay. we had downloads. We haven't, you know, no one gave us negative reactions. The uh, government assassins have yet to show up from China to, to get us, so. Well, that's because I don't think I ever specifically <laughs> called out China. I just <laughs> talked very much about what was going on in China, and then I shit-talked American corporations <laughs> bowing down to them. Well, that could get us killed. Yeah, and Blizzard's not going to send assassins. Blizzard's just going to release WoW Ultra Classic, and then I'm finally going to be like, guys, I didn't do it for WoW Classic. I need to go back for Ultra Classic. I need to spend 20 bucks a month on this video game. I've been clean for five years. And then they will have wow. more money. It's been longer than five years, honestly. Uh, what, what year is it currently? 2019? It is. It's almost 2020. So what year was 20? 14. That was 2014. The whole time, you say? 2014 was 2014, um, yes. Where was I then? Five years ago. Now, it's been much long. I haven't played WoW in much longer than five years. Um, so, yeah. I have a good feeling about 2020. Do you? Because think about, think about how great it would Uh-oh. be. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Duolingo's threatening me. Think about how great oh, it would look, be. Duo looks so sad <laughs> because I haven't practiced my jamming. 
Think about how great it would be to have all of these years in a row of just bad shit happening and then having 2020 be the year in the clear. <laughs> I'm going to start bootlegging <laughs> gin. How about you, Joe? What, what's your plan for the Roaring Twenties Part Two Electric Boogaloo? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get obsessed with a green light across a lake. Oh, good choice, good <laughs> choice. But I hear that you die in your own pool at the end of that story, don't you? Isn't that how he did? Uh, he got shot, but then he was in his pool. I think. Listen. Who killed him? I was that what movie is this? Oh, Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. It's, oh, a, it, it's a book. Oh, the Great Gatsby. Snub-nosed motorboat. Sorry. Wow. Snub I hadn't nosed. thought about that. Adorify. Retweet us. Snub-nosed <laughs> motorboat. We said the I thing that, that that Matt Matt King is that Matt Young. Matt, Matt Young. Young. Matt Young says it all the time as Usador the Blue. But yes, no. Great Gatsby. I haven't thought of the Great Gatsby in twenty years. What is a snub-nosed? <laughs> Have you? Have you seen the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Maybe I have. I I think I have. It's not good. I don't know. I thought that I wanted to because I really like Leo in a a lot of things. It's not a good movie. No? But you know what? It's the first time I've seen Tobey Maguire in a long time. Shit, he's in there? He's the narrator. He's Gatsby's friend Nick or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, his name is Nick, isn't the, it? The best part of that movie is the dude who plays Gatsby's asshole cousin or whatever the fuck. Who I think is Sam Watterson. Is he the one who's or the guy who's that married I always to Daisy? With, yes. Okay. The guy who I always confuse with Sam Watterson or it is Sam Watterson. Who's the one that kills Gatsby? Is that also him? No. No. No, Daisy gets... No. Gatsby gets killed by... Uh, Oh, He's fuck. the one who runs over the lady. Yeah. Yeah, the lady who who's dating the old dude. Yeah. Or d- sleeping with, at least. Not Sam Waterston. Why did I say Sam Waterston? Sam Waterston's fucking Hang'em High McCoy yeah. from uh, Law & Order. Why did I say Sam Waterston? I thought I thought Sam Waterston was the... He made Calvin and Hobbes? No. That's... Um, who's the guy from Avatar? Bill... Sam Worthington. Yes. Bill is the... Is it Bill Waterson? Uh, yeah. Is it Bill Water? I think it's Waterson. Yeah, yes, no Bill Waterson. Yeah, see. Um, listen, I half understand the joke that I'm making fine. half um, the time. I'm looking at the cast of The Great Gatsby. I don't see either one of those fuckers in it, but I could be wrong. But Leo's a guy, in there, There right? is a guy who plays, who I always confuse with not Sam Waterson, <laughs> but... Like, uh, not like Joel, because Joel Edgerton's evidently in it as well. Joe, that might be him. Joe, you know this. Who's the guy I always confuse he for the other Tom guy Buchanan. that I don't remember? Yes. What? Who's the guy I always confuse with the other guy who I also don't remember at this point in time? I can't help you with that one. It's the one I always confuse with Bill Hader. Oh, um, the other one from SNL. Come on. yeah, It's that other guy. You know. The guy who is McGruber. No, 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 it's the other guy. Oh, because I always confuse those two. No, I always confuse Bill Hader with fucking the other guy. That's not not, not that other one. Oh, shit. Audience, if you remember who I always confuse <laughs> it's Bill all right. Hader with. For some reason, I always mix up uh, um, uh, Jeff Bridges with Kurt Russell. Well, a young a young Jeff Bridges does look like Kurt Russell. 
Like, Jeff Bridges and Tron does look like Kurt Russell. But I'm not sure who would be the poor man's who. Mm. I, don't, I, I, I don't think either <laughs> one would be, yeah. Jeff Bridges was in that one movie that I saw that time that I don't remember because most of the time I the was getting Lebowski? a blowjob during it. He, uh, Lebowski? No, not Lebowski. I um, didn't see that in theaters. I'm not that old. Oh, um, um, the the Western? True Grit? True Grit, True Grit that's the one, I yeah. Gonna, I was going to say Iron Man? I, I went to see True Grit twice in theaters. Remember none of it because both times. You are not LaBeef. What? You are not LaBeef. That's a I line from Jeff Bridges in, yeah. in True Grit. So, uh, I love that movie. Hey, hey I never buddy, saw it. spoiler alert. I don't remember any of it. I was preoccupied. <laughs> With a blowjob. Yes, both times What's in the matter? theater. Wait, now, now here's the thing. Here's my question about this. Yes. Though. And listeners, this is going to get vaguely patriarchal. Um, what is happening during a blowjob that you have to be concentrating on it? It was one of the best blowjobs I've ever seen. Yes, but that's the type. I mean, right now. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. Theater. I'm in a theater. I'm sitting back watching a a, a, a Jeff Bridges film and yeah, getting no, no, no. incredible. And this is and getting incredible head. See, I'm just far Let's more focused this is, on the blowjob than the movie. See, my main thing is I saw True Grit in theaters, so I know this was before we had the nice recliners that you could put the arm up from between. So you had to oh, get no, somebody a, was on the floor. You had to get a blowjob in a really uncomfortable chair. Yeah, but it was a good blowjob. <laughs> and she I don't, had to, I don't yeah. think she listens to this podcast. I, I'm not going to name the drop her. The only time I've ever but like, hey, um, if you do listen to this podcast, um, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Send me a text. I kind of miss <laughs> talking to you. Like, no, because. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this on no, we'll air. we'll talk about she it later. If she listens to this, and she might, because I believe I told her at least once she that knows I do who this. She knows who she No, she would know who she is. And yeah, she knows who she uh, is. We, we don't, you know, we just don't talk that much anymore, and that's kind of a shame. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just text her right now. Oh, I'm going to say, hey, Hey, I'm talking about you up? on the podcast. Now, I'm not going to tell her that part. <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, if she doesn't listen to the podcast, 2010. this isn't the episode I want her to come in and be like, Oh hey, um, Jeff Bridges, Matt Damon, twenty ten, Haley Steinfeld, Josh Brolin. That was a good cast. Josh Brolin was only in that movie for about two minutes. Matt Damon? Yeah, he plays Labeef. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. He plays Labeef, as in you are not Labeef. Uh, again, oh, I didn't see it. I've, I've seen the original True Grit with uh, John Wayne. Yeah. Okay, so uh, mission accomplished. I sent a text. <laughs> this Dude, can only end in tears. Uh, I'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, fair this, no, is a, this isn't a, a, a podcast. That's fine. Conversation. Um. So, Joe, how's your week been? Uh, it's pretty good. You know, I I came here from helping my mom set up for Thanksgiving, so we're we're all ready for the holiday tomorrow. Okay. Um. Other than that, you know, things are things are smooth smooth sailing as far as. You know, as far as things, I had a had fun at a birthday party last weekend. Oh, whose birthday party was that? I believe was it mine. I believe it was your one year old son Peter's birthday. It's true. You almost <laughs> called him my nephew. I saw he's you. my nephew, <laughs> not by blood, but more by the fact that I hang out in his house at least once a week. Absolutely, that makes me like a common law <laughs> uncle, right? A common law sure. uncle. 
I'm um, a common law uncle. Oh, I, so didn't get, I didn't get him a birthday present. What does he want from me? Whatever you like. But what does he want that he didn't get? You don't have to feel obligated to get him anything. I am Italian as fuck. I must <laughs> get him presents. Then if you're going to be Italian as fuck, a fat envelope would a be A nice, nice cannoli. No, a fat envelope Can would he be eat nice. a cannoli? Get him, uh, get him a nice log could, of some kind of cured meat. Could <laughs> he eat like the... the, the, the he could eat the filling. The filling? Probably, yeah. As long, as long as there are no chocolate chips. In and what if he could just like gum on the, the, the cannoli I mean, he, could he eat a cannoli? Yes. Does Jamie want him having that much sugar? No. What about a nice reduced sugar cannoli? Who the hell wants to? I'm not gonna subject my child to a reduced just sugar cannoli. Eat, just get cannoli dip, and then he can put as much <laughs> dip on the chip as he wants. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the time I dipped a hot dog in cannoli <laughs> dip? I wasn't there. I yes, you were. It was at a cast party. Uh, no, so he I, had left. Oh, you I left. Had left. Because yeah. that was the end of the uh, night when we just yeah. had hot dogs and cannoli. You gotta, rem- you gotta remember, I wasn't um I wasn't <laughs> one of the, I wasn't one of the one of the I wasn't one of the cast. I wasn't I was not looked at I was looked at by you guys as your friend, but a lot of these people didn't want me around. So Jim Which always kinda hurt my feelings. Well you also had to leave early most of the time because you would have to drive Jason home. Yes. So Jim <laughs> What ha- happened was... Oh, no, I know the story. Well, the listeners don't. Go ahead. I don't think I've talked about this on the air. I don't think, I don't think so. You see, what ha- happened was... What happened was... It was the end of the night at a cast party. It was pretty late. I was pretty drunk. Yeah. Uh, I was hungry. And there were hot dogs that had now been pretty cold. You know, they'd been sitting out for a little while at a party. So we got some cold hot dogs, and we got this big bowl... Of what at the time I had assumed was like, I don't know, a ranch dip. Because it was, I thought. It was by chips. Yeah, we had like chips out there too. I figured this is like a big bowl of sort of a ranch dip or something else. Some sort of a savory dip that you would dip a chip into. And the problem is we had already eaten all the cannoli chips, so they were gone. So I took this hot dog, no bun, just hot dog. Took it, <laughs> stuck it in what I had presumed was ranch dip, popped that sucker in my mouth, started eating it up, and I had a look on my face. <laughs> and that's when I looked up and someone looks at me and goes, Gonzo, did you just dip a hot dog <laughs> in the cannoli dip? Was that Adam's family? No, I don't think so. Because it wasn't Godspell. Because I, I, was, I remember hot dog and cannoli dip. And, and I would not remember. You don't remember much of the way a Godspell now. <laughs> then maybe it was Adam. I was family. the most sober at Adam's family until everybody left and I crashed on the couch. Well, that's because you got way too drunk at Godspell and realized I can't get this drunk in front of the children. I also couldn't get that drunk because Andy Colburn was passed out in the bathroom for all of Adam's family, and someone had to be an adult. He wasn't even in the show. That's the part that I love about that story. <laughs> yeah, Andy showed up late after pre gaming. Yeah. He showed up after pre-gaming, said he wanted to front-load the party, front-loaded the party, passed out in the bathroom, and missed <laughs> his train home. <laughs> I, I, I remember that. So, yeah, I think this was, in fact, Adam's family I party. got drunk. Yeah, it must have been. It must have been, because I also left. remember um, Eric Canfield being at that party. Yeah. So this was Adam's family. I dipped the hot dog in cannoli or dip. could have been anything goes. No, yeah. no, no, that was... And it definitely wasn't into the woods because there was no joy. For well, because actually, I, no, I think it wasn't the, anything goes. I think the anything goes party. I stayed sober until a lot of the children also left. That was the year we because that was the, year. the rule of don't drink heavy until the kids are gone. I feel like that is a direct result yes. of Andy Colburn yes. passing out. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, now that we have dragged a bunch of people's names through the garbage. That's not through the garbage. How I feel it? like Andy Colburn would be proud to have that story on the air. Yeah, maybe. And how was maybe. your week, Gonzo? What did I do this week? I forget. Did I tell you I got a train? Yes. Okay, week. I got last a week. train. Last week we talked um, about the train. Feel like You've now gotten about. the train, though? The train has yeah, arrived? Yeah, the train came Have in. Have you assembled um, the train? I did, and the train now goes around my little three-foot-tall Christmas tree that I also have put up. Because you, uh, in my defense, while it is not yet Thanksgiving, the box got delivered with the tree in it. Hey I'm man. not going to take this box, stick it in the closet, then pull it back out a week later to put up. I'm just going to put the thing up now and worry about storing it after now, the season. about the train. Are you already tired of the train? Have you already moved on from the train? No, actually, the, uh, the other day I got home from work. I uh, started microwave. Mi- actually, it wasn't work. I got home from uh, band rehearsal, mm-hmm. and I started I, I started microwaving myself up a nice bag of microwave popcorn because I've been really craving popcorn lately. Fair enough. Uh, and while that was going for about the two minutes... You watched your train. Yeah, I plugged my train back in. I cranked it up. And I just kind of watched it go around a circle until I heard the popcorn kernels slow down to less than one pop per second. And I said, oh, time to take that out. And then I turned off my train. Um, okay. It's pretty cool. Ted, I'll show you a video of it. Please do. Um, because I actually got a really nice low profile shot so you can see it going by. I got a l- couple little light up houses there, too. They're not in the correct scale, and that does, in fact, piss me off. But I'm over it already because, well, it turns out when you're looking for a specific scale model house, you start spending money. Oh boy, that's like thirty five bucks for a, a house. house. Yeah. And you know what? I don't need to do is that because I have three D printers. I just get a model of a house and then I scale it. It's true. And it's done. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've had an interesting week. Yep. I don't know if I answered the question, but I think I'm I sorry. No, I'm just I never answer this question much. It's anyway. okay. Um, what I, did as you do this? As weekend? Joe said, I did have a I did a host a birthday party for my son. My wife and I uh, had a, had people over the house. Um, there were like twenty five, thirty people in my house, and um, I didn't like it. It was a big party. I didn't like it. Um, no, I, I shouldn't say I didn't like it. I didn't <clears throat> dislike it. I just get, you know, I just get a lot of anxiety when I have that. And mind you, I knew every single person there, so it right. wasn't like there. It was a house full of strangers. So no, it was fine. It was good. Um, it was a lot of work to get to that point. The house was in pretty bad shape, um, and we got it in pretty good shape. Um, I right now, uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so right now I got the turkey mm-hmm. in the pot. It's brining as we speak. Uh, I've got the stuffing made. I've got uh, some mashed cauliflower made. Mm. We'll do potatoes tomorrow. Uh, but I do this like yeah. cheesy cauliflower. I do this like no, it's not. That's why we're gonna do mashed potatoes tomorrow. I want potatoes and meat. Well, we're doing that tomorrow too. Uh, but it's uh, so what I do is I'm I make really hungry guys. So, so I make like a, a, a cheese sauce. Yeah. Which is just basically I, what I do is I start with heavy cream, like like, mm-hmm. like a half cup of heavy cream, mm-hmm. and then I melt a, uh, a, a thing of cream cheese into it. Okay. Melt it down and stir it, and then begin just adding cheddar cheese until it's the right color, mm-hmm. and then go over there, put it them. over mashed yeah. cauliflower, and then you bake it later. It's actually pretty good. Um, but something very interesting has uh, popped up. Yeah. Um, I have been asked by a friend. A friend of ours th- that we all have is getting married 
um, at the end of December. Oh, Austin? yeah. Austin? No. Austin he's already Dan. been there. No. Josh? No. The, the, Joe? No. Jim? No. <laughs> Gonzo? No. There's only one left. There's only one left. So the, Jim again. So the Puerto Rican James Brown is getting oh, married. It's Ellie. He's getting married at the end of the month. I and um, uh, he hasn't invited anybody yet. This isn't a matter of me being invited. This is a matter of the fact that I will be the officiant at that wedding. Oh, but I could have went to <laughs> Well, he didn't ask you. He asked Jim. That's um, fine. I offered. That's fine. Yeah. I offered. Okay, um, well, I'll be I'll be your whip. As okay, <laughs> I am. If a, for I some am, reason you can't make it, you can be. You can be the runner-up. Yeah, I'm um, the whip. I am a. Uh, I am a minister in the Universal Life Church, and I will be performing the ceremony. Nice. So I'm pretty sure that's happening. That was the last time we talked about it. That was happening. Ellie, so. if you listen to this podcast, I don't know. Let Jim know. I guess. No, 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 no. Like we talked about this yesterday, and as of yesterday, I was doing this. Okay. Well, <laughs> a lot can change in the day. Yeah. Exactly. So there we go. I'm very excited for that. Um, I look forward to crashing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what's going on yet. That's so. fine. I still look forward to crashing. Yeah. And here's the deal, Ellie, who I don't think listens to the podcast, but Sometimes. Every, everyone else here who who does listen to the podcast, all of you, my my lovely listeners, how are you doing? <laughs> I feel like I asked this question last week and none of you got back to me, but that's because we don't do this in a live format. We do this in a pre-recorded format. Oh, some of them might have gotten. It's like to really you. hard for you to have a conversation we with me. We haven't checked the mail, but uh, we did anyway. get a very good piece of mail actually. But anyway, listeners, um, I am one hundred percent in support of crashing weddings in general. But here's the important thing: if you crash a wedding, you don't get to eat any of that food or drink any of that drink unless it's a cash bar. If it's cash bar. Then yeah, you fucking up. buy drink your up. drinks, and in fact, you're just kind of helping everyone. At but that you point. don't get to help yourself. But to you, the don't, buffet you don't. You don't get a plate to of eat. food. Yeah, you don't get to eat anything. You don't get to eat those hors d'oeuvres. You don't get to eat the entree. You don't get in the buffet. You don't get to eat the the cake. You don't eat because here's the thing. And you know what? You don't get a seat either. You don't roll up to a table and pretend like, oh, no one's here right now. I can sit down. No, if you're crashing a party. Man, they have budgeted for exactly the amount of people that they invited. Mm-hmm. They they have allotted for that many people in their seating arrangements, in their tables, in their food, in everything. Again, unless it's a cash bar, in which case, by all fucking means, pay to get drunk. Drink up. That's why you always show up to a wedding that you crash with a pocket full of beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is but this, this the is the... Th- no, like no, this, okay. this it's just is good advice. And, uh, I've talked to people about this before because I've jokingly said, "Oh, I'm gonna crash away." And they're like, "Gonzo, no, we really can't afford it." If you do, it's like, "No, no, I understand how this goes." Listen, when I say I'm gonna crash your wedding, I mean I'm gonna show up, wander around, say hi, congratulations, not eat or do anything that you have paid for, and then I'm probably <laughs> gonna smoke a cigarette outside, get back in my car, and drive away because. You d- you didn't pay for me to be here. I'm not going to take your fucking money. It's your goddamn wedding. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to crash Ellie's wedding. But in that respectful way. I don't know if it's a matter of crash. I don't know what's huh? going on. I mean, on it's yet. a matter of going to crash it. He said that in the D&D chat the other day honey, about honey, his honey, wedding. Honey, and I was like, Joe. I didn't even know he was getting married this soon. Joe, darling, my love, light of my life. You have it muted. I don't read that chat. Yeah, I know. And in fact, I took that. That's why like, I told you the dates today, so that I you would at, know. Them. I took that like two or three week break from Facebook, and 
the last thing I want to do is try and scroll back and read anything <laughs> I've missed because that's too much. Yeah, I came in today to wish Dan a happy birthday and on air, recorded now and forever. Happy birthday, Dan. I'm sorry that I thought it was going to be you in front of Ellie. Even though I really knew it was Ellie, I was just <laughs> making a joke. That's not a nice joke to make on your birthday. Or maybe it is. I've been drinking. <laughs> on my boss's dime because he paid for drinks today after work. Thanks, boss. Thank you. Um, but happy birthday, Dan. I hope you enjoy it. Happy birthday, Dan. And with that, we move on the news. to the news. Ba, ba, da, ba, da. So it's better every time. I'll do a, I'll do a quick, easy one. Go for it. Did you hear that um, John Boyega af- accidentally left a copy of the Star Wars script under his bed, and uh, somebody grabbed it and tried to sell it on eBay? I heard somebody tried to sell it on eBay. I didn't hear where they got the script from. It turned out to be John Boyega. <laughs> Basically, what happened was uh, he, he was in the process of moving, but the, one night he was in his in his room hanging out, and um, he was going to grab it and take it with him. But him, his friends came over, and they started to party, mm-hmm. and he lost track of it. So, hmm. but he admitted it was him. So it was, you know, <laughs> and of course they got it off eBay before you know before it right. got sold before anybody looked at it. So, but um, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, John Boyega's uh, partying. Yeah, that is kind of funny. I didn't realize like. Did one of his friends take it, or what? Like I don't know if that was determined or not. <laughs> That's funny. Gonzo, you have any news? Uh, it's not really news. I got. I, I took a screenshot of a question that, or not a question, but a comment someone made uh, up on on Twitter. Um, not to us. No, not oh. to us. Yesterday. So, I've talked to you about my my friend Jareth a couple of yes. times. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Jareth, who, whose father is the Ken Arnold of yep. Rogue and and yep. Java fr- fame and everything. Jareth, who um, now is part of the co-producer of the Twelve Tones videos on on YouTube yeah. and everything, F- fairly well-known uh, a page I've found. Mm-hmm. But so Jareth happens to follow and retweet a, a couple of things that, when it pops up on my on my uh, notification bar, I, I'll take a look, see what's up. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jareth has retweeted, quoting, saying, uh, "Peter gets it," retweeting a, a quote. Which is, uh, genre is a tool that does some heavy lifting for artists so their readers slash viewers can focus on understanding the message. And I thought that, hey, our genre is genre. It's true. Mm. Here's a thing that I can bring up and maybe get y'all's hot takes on. So let me hear the statement again so I can pick it apart. Genre is a tool that does some heavy lifting for artists so their readers slash viewers can focus on understanding the message. I'll agree with that because it um when you decide to write in a specific genre, there's already a lot that's um I don't want to say predetermined, yeah. but pre understood or or you know, your your reader if if your reader is prepared for sp- you know, a, a specific flavor um and basically you don't have you're you're able to get to your story quicker you're able to get to your to your through line quicker um okay so i'm gonna write a western Mm -hmm. okay the genre i'm writing in is a western you don't need to explain to me what a horse be 
a horse or like your brain before you open the book you hear western your brain has already begun to build an aesthetic mm-hmm. right i mean really yeah. your brain you hear western you immediately think i imagine flat mountains in the in in the uh in in the uh the distance mm-hmm. maybe a tumbleweed it's warm <sighs> it's dusty there are horses it's a ranch it's really hot but for some reason everybody is also in a duster jacket right so i just i just realized that honestly I should have held on to this for the end because that c- I'm I'm hearing this and you know it's yeah all that yeah no, which is why great. like I think that's mm-hmm. great you kind of I, I mean just spoiler alert build a dungeon yeah um <laughs> that's kind of the 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 idea for later we'll we'll get into exactly what yeah. that means in a minute but like you know you don't when world building you don't kind of have to set down. You know, you don't have to dwarf fortress this where you go through thousands of iterations of rainfall and erosion to Mm -hmm. get (laughs) terrain and simulate society is growing and falling and changing dynasties just to get your world built and have it be understandable and playable to to your players. You can just say, hey, this is kind of like a a high magic fantasy campaign. Mm Mm-hmm. And okay, now now you're ready to go. You 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 don't need to know about the. You don't need to read the Silmarillion to understand yeah. the Lord of the Rings. Conversely, genre can also be used to turn it on its ear. Sure. Yeah. Pardon me. No problem. Because you're going into it with a specific, maybe an aesthetic expectation or a certain throughline expectation, and they completely flip it on its ear. And now that's a device. So, so mm-hmm. you have used genre to have them initially evoke a certain emotional response going into it, and you've you've flipped it, you've turned it. Um, the like thing, a blazing saddles. Like a bla- Well, y- you want to know what I actually think of when I think of that? I think of the uh, the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first book, the Gunslinger. Man, I hope this is the episode Dan listens to. <laughs> so the first book, I think he listens to all of us. He does listen he? to all of them. Okay, then happy birthday again, Dan. The Gunslinger, the first book, is very grounded in Western slash Western kind of fantasy yeah, thing. Right. The drawing of the three, I'm pretty sure, begins in New York City, which is the second book. Yes. I or say yes. either that or it begins in Roland's world, right. but like the second chapter yeah. is in New York City, and you realize there's parallel shit going on. You mm. don't see it coming. And it's like, oh, okay. So I don't know. I just, I, I, you know, I think genre. I think that's why. I mean, that's it's a tool. I think that's why most authors pick a genre paradigm, and that's kind of what they write for mm-hmm. their the majority of their career. Right. And when they write something outside of it, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know. Stephen King writes horror books. He's written one fantasy book, one real fantasy book outside of the Dark Tower. He wrote Eyes of the Dragon. Mm. You know, but but other than that, he writes horror movies. He writes right, hor- yeah. horror stories. Danielle Steele, she writes fucking uh, romance books. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this bitch has ever written had ever written anything else, but it'd be very funny if she decided to like you know. It's like when Anne Rice was writing all her vampire books, and, and then, then all went of a Jesus. Sudden- well, I was going to say, and then all of a sudden she started writing BDSM uh, sexual novels. 
Yeah, but honestly, I think if you read her vampire novels, <laughs> no, that that part actually yeah. makes a lot there, of sense there's to a, me. There's a very viable offshoot to that. So that is less surprising than you ha- have uh, portrayed it. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a sex parody of um, Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Yes. Well, it wasn't a sex parody. It was. It a, was. Well, it was a it was, sexualized. It was, a, it was an erotic yeah. retelling of sl- of Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Not that bad either. No, it's. I read some of it. So that's. It's not really news, but that's good. But it's interesting. I, and it I, evokes I, conversation. I, when I saw that, I was very interested to yeah. uh, to hear what what people had to say about it. Hasbro confirms that fans will not see Baby Yoda merchandise this holiday season. But that's good because that'd be like really quick for them to. I mean, although somebody did say that there would be Baby Yoda stuff. Well, like first before Christmas. First off, obviously, you know the Baby Yoda was designed and and written about and talked about. They they had Baby Yoda in mind for long enough that they could have, I guess, shifted out. But from like a from like a a a sales perspective and a Mm -hmm. marketing perspective. You have no i. You have no way of knowing before you put that baby Yoda on screen in front of people, if people are gonna love it or hate it. Right. I mean, this is modern Star Wars we're talking about. Yes. And absolutely. The vast majority of mouth breathers have no idea if they love or hate anything about Star Wars anymore. So, you know, the same thing happened though with Groot. True. You know, at the end of Guardians, he dies, but then comes back. And, you know, the one thing everybody wanted after Guardians of the Galaxy was, the dancing Groot. was a dancing Groot. And it didn't happen for, like, ages. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a guaranteed seller there. But, of course, you're absolutely right. They didn't fucking know. Yeah. So it didn't happen. It's just, I would really, I would hate to be the marketing executive who looks at, you know, E.T. the extraterrestrial and says, Oh man, a video game about this is gonna be. A, oh, we'll be rolling in fucking money. Just get it out there right now, and and then it's buried in the Nevada desert. And, and then it's. I mean, listener, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Uh, There's a good documentary about it. It's yeah, a really good documentary about it. Um, um, and I it, believe it, me, I played that game a lot when I was a kid. And it's just like you don't want to be the the guy who's sitting there like, oh man, everyone's good. Everyone, oh. Everyone's going to be so hard for The Last Jedi. We need all The Last Jedi merchandise out there and then have the, the audience's reception be, I fucking hated that movie. You know, only oh. only the vocal 35 and over crowd hated that movie. Hey, who, who do you think buys a lot of Star Wars toys and merchandise now? Not nearly as many of those people as you think, because the majority of the people that buy Star Wars merchandise are 35-year-olds with kids. I will say. And I'm, you know, again, I just have to re- tell y'all, refer... The truth of Star Wars Mm -hmm. refer to the Freddie Prince Jr. rant. Yeah. Everything true about Star Wars and Star Wars fans is encapsulated in that three minutes of that man who has been involved in Star Wars for a very long time now Mm -hmm. ranting about Star Wars fans. When when you want to bitch about Star Wars, my answer is this. It's not for you. It's for people younger than you. Just shut up and like your movie. Go on. I will say, I think there was a marketing person right. involved with The Last Jedi who went, it's the Porgs, man. The Porgs are going to sell. The Porgs are going to sell. The Porgs are going to sell. But you didn't sell. see Porg merchandise, did you? Yeah, I, there, saw, there's I saw, a, saw a lot of Porg merchandise. Decent amount there's of some Porg stuffed merchandise. Porgs. There's, where, well, I mean, I watched the movie. That's kind of a slam dunk. I, mean, I watched the movie and I was like, yeah, the Porgs are cute, but I want that Crystal Fox. 
Where's yeah. my Crystal Fox merchandise? <laughs> Where's my I'll Salt Planet Crystal Fox merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, they're sitting there, and it's Disney. Disney kind of Disney has their finger on the pulse for a lot of things. Disney, I think, knows, and more importantly than that, Disney also kind of knows that. Yeah, if people love the fucking Baby Yoda, listen, we got a whole bunch more episodes of these. That's we're, exactly we what are I was going to say. Yes. One episode a fucking week. They're going to be still loving that Baby Yoda long after Star, oh, long after Christmas happens. We can get them on the tail end with the Baby Yoda. Yeah, because unlike right now, right. we've had, what, it's going to be like five episodes in total by Christmas. Four to so, five yeah. episodes, because we're three in now. Yeah, we got one. We have one on on Friday. Yeah, so and we'll probably I don't, be six. We'll be six episodes in. in yeah, yeah we'll be six uh, no, I don't think we make that full six okay. before Christmas. I don't. Yeah, know the sixth one might be after. But I don't know. But you think can, you about can take a look. But think about what you're but, saying in comparison to what he's mm-hmm. saying. You're absolutely right mm-hmm. because the Porgs, that movie had come and gone, mm-hmm. or or even Groot. Groot that that movie had come and gone, and it was they, out of they sight, out of mind. To hit that. They but needed to hit that post. But you're absolutely right. In this, ca- it's it's sustained. Like in this case, yeah, it, the cuteness is sustained. We'll be up to him. episode seven. So I'm saying that, like, Christmas. you know, and there there's more than seven episodes in this season. One would assume. I believe. So. I would think. Um, so yeah, it it they want to hit that Baby Yoda target market with their merchandise. Man, they could start shipping the designs to the manufacturers now. You're not going to hit Christmas, but you'll get it out when Baby Yoda is still hot. Yeah. Those Baby Yoda memes only took a small hiccup when Cybertruck announced. There will be eight <laughs> episodes in the first season. So there's still going to be one so more episode January, after Christmas. January, th- yeah, January, uh, December 27th would be the last episode. And so the uh, this obviously the second season has already been... Yeah. Greenlight. So I'm just saying, if, if Baby Yoda is a single season MacGuffin, and he may be, we don't know. You're still gonna have you're gonna have people afterwards. If it is a single season MacGuffin, and you get rid of that Baby Yoda at the end of the first season, that might even just double down how much people want yeah. a Baby Yoda thing. Because, well, I loved it, and now it's gone. You're right. I need this. You know, it's nobody's asking for a teenage angsty Groot. People want baby Groot in, t- in, in, in the flower pot. And yet teenage angsty Groot was fucking hysterical. Yeah, teenage angsty Groot is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but nobody is clamoring for teenage angsty right. Groot merchandise. So I think that uh, they, they still have plenty of yeah. time oh, yeah. to hit that baby Yoda mark. I concur. Uh, but... If they had wanted the Baby Yoda to be merchandised in time for Christmas, they would have already needed the design yeah. done. They would have needed it shipped off to the manufacturers already. Uh, tooling and, and injection molds and everything would have to be done mm. like before the first episode came out. It's the classic story of the Star Wars action figures. So They had no idea that that was going to be anything. Right. God, those Kenner action <laughs> figures uh, are... Oh, they're horrible. Tommy Wiseau melt face. Oh, my God. The worst one of all is Han Solo. <laughs> the worst one. And, and I had both. I had Han Solo and the variant head Han Solo when I was a kid. And the variant. So there was there was Han Solo. And you could tell what the variant was because the uh, regular Han Solo had two straight arms and a fairly boxy mm-hmm. head. I shouldn't say the first one. The, the one of the one of the the the, the, the 
variant with a two. Yeah. And then the second one had a bent arm, like so that you could have the you had it at the side and you were always holding the gun right. on and the 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 head on that one had this like weird elongated misshapen melted fucking head. It was weird. And I had them both mm. um, just because when I was a kid, I had a bunch of fucking action right. figures. My parents were divorced, so I had a lot of doubles. Um, you know, it's, you know, what it, it is. What it right. is but. Hey, so uh, talking about the Mandalorian here. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, hey, here we go. There's. Oh, man. This last episode. Last episode yeah. was so fun. Last good. episode. I mean, there is. There. There. Are just so many small, like, couple frame long Easter eggs in there too. Yeah. Um, I know that I did, and I told Joe about this yesterday, and Joe hadn't done it. Did you happen to pause on some of those background Mandalorians that I, were going on? I didn't. Um, I, and I don't think. Um, I will say that they've pretty much said that Boba Fett's not there, but I did not pause on the Mandalorians. So, um, I think that. I think that he is in in there. You do? Yeah. Um, well, first off, you know they've been kind of kind of careful not to have that rangefinder show up on any of the Mandalorian helmets thus far. Um, I thought I saw one. Yeah, uh, and he's what I'm getting to. So he showed up only in this last episode. You see it briefly in one in one shot as you're looking over a bunch of Mandalorians as he's uh, coming in with with the uh, the Beskar first, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have their their vibroblade fight, which I, I uh, ooh, it was it was interesting, especially after uh, Solo already kind of showed sort of a vibroblade. It was interesting mm. to go the opposite direction of instead of just kind of vibrating and heating up and glowing, right? These things actually fluttered around. Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot closer to. The actual original description of a vibroblade. Like, like I've yeah. said this before about the Mandalorian as well. Uh, it's really interesting to see the bits that they're pulling back from different EU sources. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going back further than the EU. Yeah, this is a uh, role playing. They're going to the original Star Wars so- source book from 1987, and it is awesome. And you, you could it say it is awesome you could say that the solo vibroblade is vibroblade 1.0 and this is several years after that i mean you know, it's, this it's, is this is the upgraded vibroblade so it, it was real interesting to see that i think that they did a great visual job with that a couple of times it did look a little weird but overall it, it was it's really cool to actually see the day after um, that episode came out they showed the uh, Best Buy exclusive Heavy Infantry Mandalorian action figure. Mm. I'm going to have to go buy that because <laughs> that guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, uh, wasn't that, was that John? That was, that was John, John, John Favreau, Favreau yeah. there, right? Favreau, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, as they're panning across, I saw that, that first uh, rangefinder up in the air. And again, they've been really careful about what they do with the different Mandalorian helmets. Yeah. They've made it exceedingly clear that the rangefinder isn't the thing that everyone has. Right. I mean, why would they? It's kind of a specific thing and uh our boy the Mandalorian kind of makes do without it by having that dope ass scope mm-hmm. that he can just pull off of his rifle and use like right. a, a monocular. I think it's fucking um yeah. But so I saw it and I'm like, "Oh, well, that's that's an interesting choice that they've done." Um 
But so there's another shot of him, kind of during that last fire. This fight. one right here. Well, there's this one right here. What do you got, Doug? I think that's been. I think that was doctored. Uh, but so there's a shot of him walking towards the camera during yeah. the firefight. Uh, and I did pause on that, and he does have red around the T visor, mm-hmm. and not only that, instead of the the sand, the rest of the Mandalorians thus far that we've kind of seen have a more bulky armor, uh, a more mm-hmm. fully yeah covered armor Excuse look me, than Boba Fett ever did. Right, Boba Fett kind of looked like it was. I mean, honestly, it probably was. Just sort of a jumpsuit with a couple spare pieces of plastic armor sure, strapped yeah. on it and painted. And the one walking towards the camera with the uh, with the rangefinder has the red paint around his the T visor, and he does have that very jumpsuit with a couple armor plates strapped to it. Look, and I'm not say don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this as a conspiracy theorist who says, oh. A Boba Fett's gonna be in the Mandalorian because no, I. This is more like, you know, the the asteroid belt having a shoe in it, mm. or it's actually a potato. The th- th- there was a shoe. in The it. shoe was in the final battle in Return of the Jedi. It was. I, I yeah. thought there was one in the asteroid. No, nope, no, nope, nope. The potato. I used to make up. I used to make this the messes up as well. No, nope, there's a potato in the asteroid field, and the potato is super apparent if you know where to look for it. However, the shoe in the Ast- the shoe in Return of the Jedi, you can't find it. But like, so, it, but it's supposedly it's there, but no one's ever actually. Found isn't there it. like a kitchen sink floating through the space? I believe that through is, space in I, somewhere. I believe that too. is also correct. Um, you know, no, I don't think that Boba Fett is in here as a huge, massive story point, or even as a canonical appearance right, yeah. of Boba fucking Fett. I think that this is closer to these things, which is just like, hey, here's literally. Four frames of this. Mm-hmm. This is just for you. This is an Easter yeah, egg in, in, right. in the full sense of the word. Yeah. Uh, so, Although I'll, you I'll go what? back. I'll look. I'll grab. I'll grab a screen cap yeah. of it. I'll. I'll, sh- I'll send it to you too. Yeah. Um. You. You'll be able to take a look and kind of judge sure. for yourself. But it was just kind. I. I like this about I new Star Wars too. This sort of wink and a nod to everyone. That's like, hey, here you go. This for you. <laughs> Yeah. So I had a thought today, a conspiracy theory t- thought today. So you know how they say that, uh, and again, I want to, you know how they say that, you know, this is going to be the last Skywalker movie? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, you know, it, it's going to be the last Skywalker movie, and that's fine. But, you know, you, you, you spend a lot of time, you know, putting, you know, setting up this this really cool character, Ray, mm-hmm. this really cool character. And now you're just not going to make any more movies with her? But if she's not a Skywalker. Yeah. Spoiler alert: She's not. There her you parents go. are garbage people. There you go. They're, 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 they were drunks. They sold her. They sold her for drink money, and they're buried in a pauper's grave. Didn't you hear? Yeah. No, I told you. I came up with this conspiracy theory already. But I'm just saying. I think we're gonna. I think that that's the way you see more of those movies. Ahsoka Tano <laughs> had an illegitimate child with with Rex, the the clone trooper Rex, right? After the Clone Wars and everything, like this is during Rebels. Now they had an illegitimate child. Okay. Yeah. And R-E-X, right? That's Rex. Mm-hmm. W-X-Y-Z, right, right, right. So Rex, what's the next one after Rex is Ray. So Ray is Ahsoka's child. See, timeline-wise, that probably still wouldn't work. 
I don't, I don't really know. Because, no, no, I'm just saying, like, maybe that's hey, Ahsoka's granddaughter. No, no, nah, nah, like, ha- listen. If apparently Anakin Skywalker can age 10 years while Natalie Portman doesn't. <laughs> hey, man. Then who knows how fast a Torgruda whatever Django Fett is. Because he, uh, he's just a human. He's just who, a he's. Wait, who Jango Fett? Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian. Well, Mandalorian isn't a race; it's a culture. It's a culture, yeah. But who um, who knows how living on that planet in that system affects the physiology? Yeah, I mean, let's be fair: uh, the humans from Naboo and the humans from Tatooine are both humans, but apparently, the humans from Naboo, d- I d- just don't age. As fast there as Tatooine go. human. It's, it's good living. It's good living. Well, you know what? Hey, on Tatooine, it's not the years. On Tatooine, it's the mileage. <laughs> but so, yeah, you know what? No one knows how fast a Torgruda human hybrid will age. I don't know. She's missing some pretty distinctive Torgruda uh, characteristics. It's a recessive gene. <laughs> it's a recessive gene. So you're saying that when Rez is born... <laughs> Rez, 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 is born. Rez is going to be Ray and Darth Maul's illegitimate child. Darth Maul, you say? I do say. Does Darth Maul can he still function with? Do robot legs come with? He a penis? has no penis. Did we learn nothing from the pregnancy <laughs> of Shmi Skywalker? <laughs> Midichlorians, Jim. But that's without a father, then. Midichlorians. Uh. No, 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 no. The Darth same Maul way. Has, this has is the same way. The, the same way that Sidious manipulated the midichlorians <sighs> to force implant a baby in Shmi fucking Skywalker so that he could have the perfect Padawan or apprentice or whatever the f- Darth Vader. He could have a Darth Vader. Just Darth! there it is. Come on, it's been but a while. Just the same way that Palpatine done that, so too will Darth Maul. Except I think, no, he's a, he's, wait. Yeah, Darth Maul's mm. not a real Sith Lord. Ben Kenobi was really old when he faced back off against The Darth founder Maul. of Papa John's had 40 pizzas in 30 days to prove that Papa John's pizza has gotten worse since he's left. <laughs> what? <laughs> Segways are for kids. The founder of Papa John's. Yeah, no, 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 I heard you, but. Had 40 pizzas. In 30 days to prove that the quality of Papa John's pizza has gone down since he was ousted. Now, a little background. <laughs> is, a, this, is this Papa Papa John from he, the Papa John commercial? John yes. Schnatter, yeah. Wait, Who, what? He got ousted? What did happen? He said the N-word. <laughs> yeah, he, a lot. <laughs> and also, oh, he's batshit crazy. Did you see how oh. drippy and wet he yes. looked in that interview? Yes. They just look like a... It's greasy, probably because greasy cake. It's boss. probably because he had forty pizzas in thirty <laughs> days to prove that Papa John's pizza. But how does has that prove worse? anything? What, what is the scientific method here? I, I don't Please think he went out of his way. So they were interviewing him, <laughs> interviewing him, and they're like, you know, it's like, oh, is this know. when he said the bad he, thing? No, 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 no. This is no, no. This he claims that the the phone thing. He was recorded on a on a conference call saying the n word a whole lot, and he said it was a setup. To his like <laughs> shareholders, uh huh. Yeah, he, he said, said it was, it was a, a setup, and that it was people trying to get him out of the business. <laughs> Mission but, accomplished. Well, in that case, don't do what they want, but Papa John. 
He claims to have eaten 40 pizzas in one month to come to the conclusion that he is disappointed with the chain's product quality since he's been ousted. Yeah, but why? I could have told him Papa John's pizza's been dog shit since it came out, and I've only ever had one Papa John's pizza. So there used to be, so back in the day, um, the pizza place at Central was a Papa John's. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've probably had pizza from there oh, three dozen times. And I've never had That's a good almost pizza. as many times as him. In like nine years. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's the difference. Um, I have never enjoyed a Papa John's pizza. Papa John's was the garbage. I- like, like... I was ha- like, we were happy when it became a Domino's, and that's sad because yeah. Domino's pizza is fucking garbage. Listen, Domino's well. pizza has come back though. Domino's I pizza still has, can't do the sauce. Domino's man. pizza like has sauce. improved greatly. I will say, I always, I always say, people, people will bring up people's pizza. Hut choice. Pizza is the best shit pizza. People will talk about people's choice all the time, and yeah. I always refer to it as people's last choice. <laughs> it really is because they're open the latest. I will say. It is not the last choice if there is a Papa John's also available. Sure. I will eat people's choice before I have Papa John's because Papa John's is hot garbage and you don't need to eat 40 pizzas in 30 <laughs> days to prove that. I also just want to say real quick, Taco Bell is testing a new grilled cheese burrito, which apparently has grilled cheese, uh, like just the cheese itself, not like a sandwich, but grilled cheese on the outside of the tortilla. I'm not sure how that works. But oh, that's just like a it's like a crispy cheesy wrapped around. It's a round quesadilla. Yeah, it that's sounds fine. like it yeah. doesn't and maybe look. Maybe it's just an inside out. It doesn't look completely crispy. It looks a lot like melty cheese on the outside. Oh, that sounds. Aw- How are you supposed to eat that? I don't know. That's my thing. So according to according to the description, the grilled cheese burrito has a layer of melted cheese yeah. on the outside of the grilled tortilla. Inside, the burrito contains a melted three-cheese blend, seasoned beef, seasoned rice, tortilla strips, chipotle sauce, and sour cream. So what's an enchilada? Enchilada's got sauce on it. An enchilada's like a Mexican lasagna almost, isn't it? It's it's like a burrito, but it's got sauce on it. So this is kind of like... This is like if enchilada sauce was cheese. Okay, no, so, no, so no, an enchilada is more like a Mexican manigot. Yes. That's what it is. Yes, it's more like yes, a Mexican yes. manigot. So is this kind of like that, but instead of sausage cheese? Am I correct in I that part? I think so. Am I thinking? It's, it's, only, it's only in test markets right now, so it's not available to us yet. I mean, it just seems to me like I go to, but you, if you, it, you go if to it Taco goes Bell, well, you go to Taco Bell to get something that you can eat with your hands. Right. Yes. Right? You don't want a fork. I mean... I mean, if this goes well in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I will spend $2.99 or $7 with a box and get myself one of these grilled cheese burritos. An enchilada is a corn tortilla rolled around a filling and covered with a savory sauce. I just want an excuse to say tortilla. So it is pretty much that, but instead of sauce, it's it's got cheese. Yes. I feel like I've had something similar like at... Like a Plaza Azteca or something, you Probably. know, like a 
a chain. Yeah, but it was probably on a plate. Yes. Yeah, it was that's not, the difference. It was not well, wrapped in tinfoil. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like it was not wrapped in tinfoil. Oh, well, actually, maybe if it was wrapped in tinfoil, then you could like slowly unpeel it and eat. And unpeel but it. I feel it like the cheese will get stuck to the tinfoil. To the tinfoil. No, 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 no. Unless no. it's greasy cheese. Yeah, it or you wax, the, you wax the inside. You wax the inside. Also, it's, it's, it's Taco Bell. Also, very KFC has revealed how to make your own crumpet burger at home, and fans have demanded to see it on the menu. So, looking at the pictures, I don't think anyone would demand to eat this sandwich. So, I'm going to tell you something right here, right now. Crumpets fucking suck. Yes, I don't like crumpets. Crump- crumpets are horrible. Crumpets are way too dry. Yes. Crumpets are good for exactly one thing. Conceivably, which I suppose would be to dip in tea. I was say to dip in but your tea, yeah. they're still too dry and unpleasant for that. Why would you bother to get a crumpet to be your tea cake when you could have something like a Battenberg? That's a delicious cake, or just or, or a generic tea cake, yeah, or or you know, some biscuits, uh, b- by which I mean cookies, yes. but yep. they call them biscuits over there. You know, something like that, or. Or you want to blow their minds? You want to just blow the English's minds? Just yeah. make them squirm? Get the American version of a crumpet, an English muffin. God, no. English <laughs> muffins are also not I great. I love English muffins. No, they taste like English muffins. English muffins are great for breakfast sandwiches. Only sometimes. I like an English muffin with butter and jelly on it. Like, <gasps> it just has to be toasted. It's too much. It's t- it tastes no. like ass. Uh, I disagree. It tastes like... like Whole wheat, goddamn ass. But it's got all the nooks and Whole crannies. wheat, what the fuck are you eating? Whole wheat. <laughs> Who the hell eats a whole wheat fucking English muffin? Apparently me, and it tastes like ass. No. So It's not good. <laughs> 57 minutes in. <laughs> um, if you have news stories. I'm helping. No, you're doing fine. If you have news stories or, or anything else, uh, Joe, I'll how can they get in touch with drink. us? <laughs> you can email us, couchcrouches at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at couchcrouches. Find us on YouTube by searching couchcrouches and look for our logo. I invented a kuskit once. <laughs> is that a cookie biscuit? It is. It's oh. not quite a cookie. It's not quite a biscuit. And when I say biscuit, I don't mean uh, 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 an English cookie. Biscuit. You mean? You mean? Uh, I mean. I mean an American Southern style biscuit. So what I tried to do is put chocolate th- chips in a biscuit. No, this was for Christmas. A long, <laughs> uh, not not that long ago. This is for Christmas, probably about why the fuck uh, seven or eight years ago, right? Okay. Um, one of my friends really likes German Spitz cookies. You know those yeah. thin butter cookies. Absolutely. Right. And so I thought, I'll try to make some of those. Why not? How hard could it be? Well, I don't have a <laughs> cookie press. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I don't need a cookie press. I'll just do this however I'm going to do this now. How but hard also, could it be should never exist when in, in, in reference to baking. But also, ever. I didn't really follow the recipe because, as I believe we've gone over on this podcast before, I don't really follow baking recipes to begin with. I... I like to live life dangerously. I like to fly by the seat of my pants, relying on the fact that I understand not with baking. Man. That I understand the chemistry that goes into it. Not with baking. I know man. why these things go. You know, I know why you choose. You know, I know the the difference between baking powder and baking soda, and why you use one over the other, right. or both, or both. You know, I understand. It's because one 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 causes rising quicker yeah. than the other. Well, uh, that's because uh, baking powder is a mixture of cream of tartar, which is dry acid, and the baking right. soda. Yes. So 
once they mix with the wet ingredients, it causes it to effervesce and leaven. Yes. So anyway. Um, you are correct, sir. So I was doing this, and I decided after making this that, well, I don't really have a cookie press or ex- exactly the, the the dough that has been prescribed. So I'm just going to kind of lump a bunch of it out onto this plate. And it. the only way I could describe it is it was like a crumpet that actually succeeded in being edible, okay. but still was pretty dry. Well, that was the next question. Was it... Was did it taste good? It did actually. Well, that's all that now it, it 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 was sorry pretty sweet. It had a good flavor. Uh, it was very dry though, so I I feel like that would be an ideal sort of dipping into a tea beverage. Yeah, which is why I say it was kind of like a crumpet that actually succeeded. <laughs> it was okay. a successful crumpet. Okay, but it wasn't quite a cookie, and it wasn't quite a biscuit. They they baked up. They were kind of kind of lumpy, like like round. Mm-hmm. Sort of think English muffin yeah. dimensions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not quite cookie, not quite biscuit. Cuskit. Joe, what are we doing today? Joe, what are we doing? So, so okay. Just 40 really pizzas. <laughs> 30 pizzas. <laughs> no, no, I'm off of my thing. We're talking about yours So, now. Joe came up with the idea for today's show. So, if it sucks. It's my fault. Not that the past hour... <laughs> You know, is completely Joe's responsibility, but I also think the last hour has been really good so far. Um, Joe, if if this is if this segment, I definitely horrible, said some words. I enjoyed Listen, it. Listen, if said, this segment's horrible, this is Joe's fault. I much. said when I pitched this idea, I don't know how great of a show this would be, but I think it would be interesting if we built a dungeon because I posted like my, a real one. I posted my uh, <laughs> I posted my DMs notebook on Instagram and was like posted the question to, you know, fellow DMs, how do you plan your sessions, things like that. Um and a no! lot of Yes, exactly. A lot of our listeners came back and were talking about DMing sessions and things like that. So well, I really discovered that that doesn't get recorded accurately. It does. I feel like it didn't. It didn't through the other thing. It does here. I realized okay. that we have a lot of people running D&D games that listen to us. So what if the Couch Grouches built a dungeon for a one-shot that these DMs who listen can use? So I have my graph paper sitting in front of me. He does. And I am prepared. We are going to sit here. We are going to decide how many layers to this dungeon there are going to be, what sort of monsters will be inhabiting them, what sort of traps will be set. We will be discussing what level your players should be to get through this dungeon. We are going to build a dungeon. I will post the images online for any DMs who wish to use this dungeon. And this will be the Couch Grouches brand Dungeons and Dragons dungeon. All right, so question. So I have a few questions Okay. as we do this. Um, first things first, as we determine, the, the are we going to... Um, define the setting of the dungeon i suppose that could be question number one is is where where would this dungeon there's a there's a really interesting website that i've used once or twice to just like is it don john i don't think so (laughs) well don john will just build fucking dungeons for you yeah there was a, a there was a website that was just like a random dungeon generator probably like don john um and 
I used it once and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting because it, it did specify, you know, a lot of things like locations and things like that. Was it the dungeon that you used for the last game? No, it was not. Because that was Donjon. I built that from my brain. Oh, wow, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there were all those teeth on the floor. Fucking teeth. <laughs> there were teeth? There were lots of teeth on the floor and everybody was like, did you come up with that? Did you just come up with that on the spot right now or did you have that planned? And I was like, no, that was planned. I wrote in my notes there were teeth on the floor. And they were like, Wow, you're a psychopath. Where did they come from? <laughs> came from goblins. Uh, Gerblins. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I know for a fact that our dungeons got to open with some goblins. Okay. Now, got to have a nice... Is this a dungeon in a cave? Is it a dungeon in a temple? Is it a dungeon in a pyramid? What is the... What is... What is the... What is our aesthetic? Are we going for a Are we going... Dungeon? What if it's like... Are we going for What tunnels? if it's like cave system that eventually gives way to the goblins have broken into like the side of an old catacomb sort of dungeon. You know, one Done. of those. Done. Okay. You know that type? Yeah. All right, so we're going to start. I feel like, uh, so, we so we start at a cave. We start with a goblin cave. Yeah, that, that's a pretty... Pretty... Pretty now, pretty tropey, but pretty good. Now, yeah. are the goblins like in the first room? Nah, the goblins are never in the first room. All right, so they... So we've found a cave. Yes. Okay. So we need a mouth of a cave. Now let's also not like just totally rip off. Apparently, <laughs> I, uh, lost my lost mind Van Delver because this, <laughs> what, I, you know, so far what, what you've come up with is is not uh, it, right now a fucking goblin cave that goes into like the side of a crypt or temple or something like that. That's like every third cave on earth. Like we're, yeah, we're sure. okay. Yeah, we're okay. But so I mean, far. like if we start going, well, no, when they walk in and. The first room is going to be some animals. Then up ahead's going to be like another room with a couple goblins. And if they see you, they're going to knock down the dam and flood the cave. No, ne- then we're just ripping off Van yes. Delver. Okay. But well, we um, won't do that. So, so how wide is our entryway? Now, are we assuming it's just like the mouth of a cave? Sure, like, yeah. Like it would be in a perfect world of this world. This were the cave. It would just be this like shallow like yeah, we were we were wandering through and found the mouth of this and cave. hoped that it could be shelter yeah. or something like that, or we were tracking goblins sure, in this yeah. cave. Okay, um, I like it. Well, most caves. And do we want to place it on this side? Do we want it in the center, or do we want it on this side? I mean, should we just go left to right? To yeah, make we should probably easy? go left to right. Let's just go left so to right. Oh, we we could probably like rearrange some of these rooms later on so too. Or let's do left to right and start in the lower left hand corner. Okay, so we're gonna go. All the way down. Are you okay with that? Give us as much yeah. room as we can. We'll All start right. right here. So I would say that the mouth of the cave would be ten by ten. Is or is um, that a big cave? You want a ten by five? Ten by five? I don't know. Like uh, no o- opening wise. Y- y- let's say s- I kind of like the idea of, of it being tight. Of, of of forcing them to not. Be able to walk in, whole party abreast. Okay, th- but I don't want them to be single file either. So I two w- by two, three this by is the, this, three is, this by is the first three area. By, three by five, sure. Three by but, five, but like this is the first area that they're gonna be in. You don't want to funnel them in too hard. This isn't a you're. N- this isn't your kill box. No, not at all. This is your hey guys, it's a cave. You got to be strategic and tactical, but you're not going to be forced one by one, right into the into into the trap. So this is our entrance here, and I don't think that you trap the entrance. 
No. No, I think it's I think it's a standard mouth of a cave. Yeah. Now the question is, is the But ma- how do we get here? Well, Were this, we following let's say tracks we're, of goblins? We're tracking, we track, tracking we track goblins. some goblins. So here's the question though. Um Gorblins? Is the um is the entrance to the goblin portion of the cave is it hidden like is it like in the, like like in the hobbit where like they've hidden the entrance well, or is it are just the, like, are the catacombs like goblin area or is this a cave that was then dug out sort of into a goblin hideout that then also got into like necromancer's crap see that's what i feel like mm. i feel like i feel like it's a cave where a group of goblins did some digging they did some tunneling tunneling cuz they're making their own little yeah. little place and then they dug too deep and went into some kind of crypt or catacomb or the balrog well, i wouldn't have to go quite that <laughs> and that yeah. besides that was the dwarves that did that well dwarves are like goblins, except well, i shouldn't you know we shouldn't even say dug too deep they just kept hitting the wall until they yeah. hit something and popped out into another room and holy shit something lives here and hey maybe they're living in it or maybe whatever it is at them, mm. so then the goblins knew not to go that close to the area. Ooh, I like that, actually. Mm. Think about that for a second. So let's say we've got, like, like half... Oh, the... that's where your Dracolich live. Sure. Like, you've got half the map is, like... Or, or like, half the first floor is goblin tunnels. Yeah. Okay? And then, you know, on the other half is the, um, is the beginning of the crypt. So, like, however, like... You get you get through all the goblins, get through all the goblins, but there's like a section of the goblin caves as it gets closer where there are no goblins, except there are just skeletons of goblins everywhere. But the goblins know not to go any farther than this point because whenever they anyone goes any farther, they get eaten by something. And there's teeth. And there's of course. Are <laughs> we can we can put teeth on the ground, Joe? Is, Joe, is Joe, that important to you? Wh- whatever important? keeps you smiling. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just I like the aesthetic <laughs> of walking into the goblin bunks and there being teeth everywhere. There were some teeth. <laughs> if you're smiling, then then I d- we'll do that. Okay. Whatever you want. So this Joe. is our entrance here. We're three by five. So we go up to here. Is there a is there a side tunnel that's gonna go? Is there a uh, makeshift door that they've put in is there yeah so that's the question is there a sli- hidden entrance or do we want to do we want to give them a uh, a quick investigation role to have to find the entrance you know relatively low dc it's like a, there's like a, a rock that needs to be rolled over or something like that or do we just want to say here's the cave entrance there's another opening this far i think what what if yeah, so I don't think that it's like hidden behind a rock, really, but it's just sort of optical illusion y, you know. When you walk in, if you're looking straight down, it looks like a cave. You kind of got to poke your head, like there's a bit of a mm-hmm. where yeah. it looks like it closes in, and then there's actually a little bit farther behind it. Mm. Is there a DC required to find it, or just if you look around, you're fine? I think uh, I think that this one's just a, you kind of got to look around. So do you want that just to be on the north wall? Or do you want it to be like heading east? Um, In other words, are we going up or are we going right? I'm gonna go to the right just a little bit, not very just far. a little bit, right. okay. not very far. towards the very I end think. of the cave. Yeah, it's gonna be back in the back corner where, like, okay. if if people were just running in here to get out of the rain or to like they find a place to sleep overnight, they were just staying near the entrance. Yeah. So Yo, how far over are we going? And are we doing? Is that gonna be just a single file? 
tunnel through oh, there. Oh yeah, that's going to be a All single right. file. How far over to the right are we? In fact, in fact, that's a goblin. In fact, let's see, be an even bigger dick about it. Not only is it single file, they have to crawl. Medium-sized creatures have to crawl to go through it, and large-sized creatures have to do a DC, um, have to do some kind of low DC, but have to do some kind of I don't know, athletics or something like that to be able to squeeze. So listen, all the DMs that are planning on using this, I'm going to draw the picture. You got to take the notes on what we're saying. There aren't that many like uh, large creature player races these days anyway. You've got a couple. Right. You got yeah. a couple For the most few. part, you're going to be a medium size yeah. or smaller. So you're going to be pretty. Yeah, if you're, but if you're them. like if you're playing a gnome or if you're playing a goblin character. Joe, right room one. So this is. Room one's the entrance. Yeah, if, if, yeah. You're, if you're playing a gerblin, then hey, maybe you got like a, a bonus to gerblin. Yeah. I've played, I've played games where. People were hunting goblins, and they were playing as goblins. And so it's an east door. East, east door, door is slightly obscured. So how far over do you want? I, I wonder got a five if you. Foot. I wonder if you almost have, not even a trap, just like a tinkle alarm there, like you know. Oh, like like somebody cast the alarm spell, and there's like the the silver thread is right there. No, I don't. Or think, just I like don't think the goblins are, are, are. You don't think the goblins are to, to so cast a lot? They they literally just tied a bell to a string, and if you step on it, the bell chimes. Or like wind chime made of hollow bones. Okay, that sounds cool, right? Yeah, get some of that sort of dry clattering sound. So that first passage, let's do. Let's make that um, three squares. Three squares. Three squares. All right. Sure. And mm. put a little A. I'm 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 doing what passage. I do best and just throwing sounds at yeah. you guys. Yeah. This is passage A. And I'm, ca- I'm saying with A, uh, East Tunnel, it's an East Tunnel. Yeah. Must be crawled through. So now we're or does that open into oh, room two? Jim is taking like Jim text notes, notes on, on what there we go. got. Uh, does that open into another room or does it open into a split of hallways or I don't know. How how are you feeling about this? I don't want to get too labyrinthine right. since we don't have. I think, I think this would pro- if this if this entrance is obscured and have to crawl through, it probably opens up into a room that yeah. probably splits off into more hallways and rooms. Yeah. So this this would be like if if that's your entrance and this is your sort of obscured goblin no no non goblins allowed entrance. Right. Um, and you get in there. Oh, what would this be? This. This is kind of got to be an area because, especially with the tinkle bones, mm-hmm. you got to have like a staging area to try and it's either like, either like a guard room. It's sort of sort of like a guard room, yeah, okay. or like where you could kind of kill yourself the occasional, I don't know, giant talking badger that happens to come through. Sure, is that what comes through caves? Sure, you know, to get some to get some meat for your goblins yeah. too. So we'll call that a guard room. Okay, so how long? How where are we? How long are we making this? Drive? So a guard room's not going to be very big, though. No, it's no, I'd say standard, comfortable-ish, combat space. Four by four. Sure. Four. Um, where you know, like now, you're not going to be hold wanting on, to on. blow so, any so fireballs wanna, in there. Yeah. How do we want to? How do we want to open it up? So I feel like we want it to go. Let's call it down. five by four. Five by four. So we'll so do two down, two up. Right. So we'll do so two, two down north, here, two to the south, two up there, and then four across, and then four across. Then, okay. Yeah, because like this is the sort of space that you don't want your 
your casters to be blowing any fireballs in. Right. Um, but you don't necessarily want to be restricting people. Like, do you remember when we had to fight um, uh, the 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 tiger demon man? Yes. The right. And Shasta. that was a pain in the dick because it was such a small area that yes. we couldn't get up in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that that's a bad combat design. In fact, no, it, it wasn't. No, it did exactly it awesome. what right. what it needed to do. But for the first, I ran that. For the first, like. Sort of combat zone Shit. in this dungeon. I don't think you want to force them to do that. Now, yet. are we putting goblins in that room? Oh, yeah, I'll put some goblins in there. Uh, do we want to just do um, like a... like a, a? Well, this would probably be a good time to 2 figure... 2d4 goblins? This would probably be a good time to kind of figure out at least a broad level range of well, the, the players okay. that we want to become. Well, okay, so we're, th- th- that's a good point, but I think, we were, I think we're in a good place because we're saying right. goblins. Yeah, so is. this is a goblin cave. So our basic enemy is a one-quarter, a CR one-quarter. One yeah. So this is, can be like a, a, a level, what, one to five? Well, it depends on how many goblins we throw in the room. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, like, yeah, and if we well, do, well, what's if we the do, CR on a kobold? If we do 2d4... You could, in theory, have eight goblins right. in the room. Like, what, what? What's the CR on a kobold? Um, I believe it's the same. I think kobold is one quarter. But I'm going to let you know right now. A kobold is CR one eighth. Oh yeah, and uh, some of us went down in that fight. Yeah, <laughs> against true. like not many of them. No, they, but they but they were aquatic. I don't think that changes their stat block. Um, there's no such thing as aquatic kobold. I made it up myself, but the also, fact is, no, it does not. They also, were regular kobolds. They kicked your we ass. We were going to have the upper hand, but somebody slid down the pipe. I feel like that was not <laughs> me. No, it was not. Austin, I'm <laughs> talking to you. Hey, does he listen to this? Did he say your secret word to you? He does sometimes listen to it. I don't know if he did. Joe, did he, he say, say the secret word? To okay, me. I forget what it was. He was at the party on on Sunday. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, you you had you you had another. I, I, function. Had, I had a thing. You had so a function. We're putting gob- Are we putting any like furniture I, things yeah, in this if, room? You know what? If we call that, if we do call that two D four, and we do it like most of the books do, and just kind of have put, crates, put four parentheses two D four. Yeah, right. Um, you know that lets you say, okay, this could be a level one. This could be a more than that. Right. Sort of thing. I would say for furniture, um, and, and and gerblins are are they small creature? They are. Gerblins are small, yes. So yeah, they could benefit from a little bit of cover I th- to hide. I think fight. there should be like a, a table, like, like a table with a couple of chairs and some crates. Yeah, okay. and I feel like where it, are we placing those things? Where do we feel like placing? Um, wherever. I feel like if if the adventurers aren't able to detect the uh, the alarm. The tinkle bones alarm coming through the passageway. Then uh, the the gerblins in here are allowed to like they they're ready, right? They're gonna have like uh, where the jump. Is, on. Where is the tinkle alarm? By the way, that's gonna so be that, on that the entrance to the hallway, eh? Yeah, I think so because that's gonna clatter, and they're gonna be then getting down on their on their hands and knees. And we'll call so that's with the, trapped with the tinkle alarm. <laughs> um, what's so, so we're gonna so we're investigation gonna call that check of like what a, a DC ten yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a goblin this alarm is, this is a goblin alarm it's it's check. a miracle that it's not like just 
a button on the wall that says push here if you're a gerblin. DC 10 dis, uh, disarm. The table goes. And the reason it's a DC 10 because a DC 10 is effectively the lowest DC that you right. can do. Yeah. So East tunnel they were must playing be some poker over here on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this and is totally like a communal yeah. little space. And we're going to call it two crates that can provide up to 50% cover. Cool. That's right. I'm going, I'm going that. That detail. Yeah, are but we, as a small creature, doesn't fifty percent cover give them the benefit of like full cover? Well, no, it's for them. Fifty percent yeah. cover for small. So we'll call it. You know what? We'll call it one quarter cover. Are we? Are we saying what's in the crates if they decide to investigate and open the crates? Nothing's in the crates. We'll just. We'll just uh, uh, unless you want to. I mean, I, we don't want rations. <laughs> do, do you have your DMG? Then uh, you can feel free to roll on the yeah. lamest of the loot tables. Yeah. Talk like about how many copper pieces the goblins have on their pockets and yeah, their rusty I mean, swords. Yeah, I'm just going to say roll for you know, I'm not even going to say roll for loot. Just We're not going to put loot in. If you want loot in here, if you feel like your your players deserve it for finding the not terribly hidden right. doorway in the place that you prepared them as by saying, this is a dungeon. And everyone's like, okay, let's go through the dungeon. And you say, okay, you walk into a cave. It appears to just be a small cave. And they don't think to look in the corner to, to like just look around the space. They don't deserve no no loot. But if you want to give them some loot, you've got a DMG. You yep. roll it. Roll the goddamn come on, loot. Come on up. All right. On. So so we have room two, guard room f- uh, four slash four parentheses two d four goblin guards, a few chairs, two crates up to a quarter cover. Okay. Um, now this room. It's a guard room, so would it have multiple entrances and exits, or would it just have? Hmm. Would it just be kind of guarding the larger? I'd area? say I'd say maybe maybe two. I don't know if it would have like. I feel like two. Yeah, you'd have like maybe a. D- d- does the second entrance? Do you think it leads to like another? So obviously, one of these is going to be your main sort of path, main hallway. Yeah. Maybe into the other one, like the main hallway. Maybe yeah. the other one leads off to like a small, like a small armory or yeah, a small sure, yeah. That's why I was wondering. Or a small is, barracks is, or does something. Your, yeah. Does your second door lead anywhere? Leads to prolonged. No, it oh, leads to. What if you had like a secret passage? Well, I think we can throw one in there in a minute. Yeah, but like you know, have yeah. have a sort of if it's a guard room, they probably have some stuff to keep them at the ready. Should the other goblins need to rush in and and grab some weapons that aren't currently yeah. on guard duty, so a small, I don't know, what do we want to say, a sm- like a, a, not even two by two, three by three, yeah, it's like three by three. How do you feel? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, th- let's so this is room three. Do you want to actually put that to the south? So down this way. Yeah, because it's a small room. Yeah. And we're gonna call that just armory. Yeah, I do. I won't, I'm not even putting a hallway Jim. to it. It's just going to yes. connect. Directly. Do you know the first rule of cooking? No. Don't put your hands in your butt. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's from one of those sort of mm-hmm. me to four year old child twitters so there. Guard armory, and it made me gurgle. So I'm not even putting a hallway to it. I'm yeah. just no, no. It connects just directly room. in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guard armory is. Are we even gonna? I mean. It's got your standard goblin weapons. Roll. It's got short swords. It's got crossbows. Goblin. Or short short bows. It's got weapons. But are they all like kind of too small or or shitty to f- to be of any use to our adventurers? Should and if they, they if they roll really high, it 
turns out there's a Vorpal sword inside. Don't give them a Vorpal sword. No. Don't listen to Joe. All right. <laughs> Unless he's dropping hints that if you had dug through those teeth on the ground, eventually you would have found a Vorpal sword. No. Um, no. Definitely not. <laughs> so do we want to continue uh, east, or do we want to go north at this point? So that... So what am I looking at here? So he did a pretty cool, um, like, kind of off the south. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of like that? Yeah. I like um, that. Do we want to go further east, or do we want to start heading north now? I said let's go north, because I don't okay. think we're going to go too far, because we're going to have that sort of goblin-y branching off to break into the catacomb right, yeah. area. And that's going to be more towards this side. So I think that's what we're going to do. So why did the goblins break into here is this for to get to the other side so are they looking for the uh for the catacombs or is this just a place for them to live and to stage and stuff like that um the reason i'm asking is i'm trying to sort of figure out how far we're, we're gonna go i don't know uh, what what do you think i'm pretty good at i don't know maybe some goblins are over here i i i am thinking that the goblins had no idea that they were about to stumble upon whatever catacombs necromancer altar thing that they were wandering yeah. into. Yeah. I th the goblins found this cave, dug themselves a nice little hole, got themselves set up so they could start raiding, picking off travelers, so like, things like that. I don't that. think it's a full base of operations for the goblins. Or maybe it's the beginnings of one. I think that right about now, you know, realistically, outside of the really small area that we've got here, we may have a sort of dining kind of area. I was going to uh, ask. Another storeroom for yeah. that. And then perhaps an area for them to sleep do or we wanna, otherwise do commune. Do we want to do that off of one main hallway? Like, do we want to do, like, a longish north hallway that has rooms going off of it? Would they have just kind of just dug forward and then built rooms off of that? I think that's probably how how a gerblin would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Realistically, once you start, once you start kind of carving your way in, like maybe you're not going to get super intricate about like it. Maybe this first crack that they've come through here is just like widened out, and it was a natural fissure mm -hmm. in the cave wall, mm -hmm. and that that sort of guides them a little bit through here. As they're just sort of hollowing out and making space for them to live while they expand their operation. Right. So let's. You know, you, that's why you're going to want to set up. So with we're going north. Do we want to do? We're going to do north. Let's go. Yeah. Let's let's do a hallway north. Do we want to? Let's do it off it. of the guard room. Let's do it off yeah. of the guard room. So we're going to do. Do you want to do a dead center? Do we want to do two by two? Do we want to do a single how, file? Yeah. How how. Um, How wide is the main hallway? Um, do we do we we don't want them to have to do single file? Do no, we? I don't want them to be so single file. Two, by two, two, two by two, two by two, two by okay. two, which, which works with the size of that yeah. room. Yeah. Right? Do we want a dead center. I think, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, dead center is probably pretty good. Yeah. And then, um, how long is our main hallway? Well, now, that, now I, uh, I guess maybe they they break into the the catacombs while digging out like a treasure pit. So what, what I'm thinking, think? what I'm thinking is, we're gonna take this hallway north. And then they're gonna stretch a little bit east, and they're gonna hit it there. Like, but I'm, like, I'm like trying to, I'm trying to think like, what what room would be there? Because well, I, or are they? I'm thinking it's the hallway almost. We could say, or we, oh, okay. So you want to do it into a room? That's interesting. 
It could be. It let's could get there. The hallway. Let, no, but let's get there because I, I, I'm intrigued by your idea. I just, I'm trying to, I want to try to coalesce it. Just because I'm trying to think of like the order of things that that kind of would be in would make sense in a small goblin area. Yeah, you so, know, you 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 need a place to guard, and you need a small bit of supply for the guard. Yeah, mm. uh, you're gonna need a place to sleep, which is gonna be off this main hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're gonna need. Perhaps even this main hall. No, this main hallway is two by two. This isn't your eating area. You're gonna have a slightly no. larger. Right. Also, gotta gotta keep in mind that uh, unless hobgoblins dug this shit, th- we're not necessarily gonna have specified rooms for goblins. So, like, if the goblins dug in, they could do like a living area yeah. where they have like where they yeah. sleep and where they eat. There's no kitchen. They're goblins. No, but right. that's I. Th- I th- Jamie coughed. I think that you, you need at least like a storeroom. No, I agree yeah. with for, that. For, for the things. While they may not have a kitchen or something, they're going to have a larger area they stock to sort of sleep of and everything where yeah. they're going to have like maybe a, a fire pit in the center. Yeah. You're in my yeah. head, exactly. So let's go ahead. For so. now, let's take that hallway up and we'll, we'll, we'll do rooms off of it. Let's take the hallway up 10. And for now, let's just call that the at least the the length of the hallway. Right. And we can of course adjust it as we go. Yeah. And we can change directions if we choose to, because right now it's just a straight hallway. If we want to move it anywhere, uh, so just we're let me know. Coming off north in the hallway. Um, I don't think that we should. Tra- oh. We can trap it as we get closer to the catacombs because they've trapped it yeah. to as they've. Yeah, to maybe whatever, and especially if we go with your idea of they got close. If we go with your idea of it was going to be their treasure room, there's definitely a trap there. And then if we continue with that, whatever was in there killed them. They trapped it just to deter their own people from yeah. getting into, or it. to deter it from coming back yeah. out. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, even if it doesn't hurt them, maybe they're just like, ah, oh, fuck, it's trapped. I'm going to go another way. Okay. Okay. So we've so we've done our hallway, so and our, that is a wide hallway. Um, not badly. It's just a white yeah. ha- hallway. Um, let's do something. O- let's just go easy since it's there. Let's do something off to the west. Okay. Um, I like the idea of the big communal room being first. So the s- eating sleeping room with like a fire pit in the middle. Yeah. So so let's say that's... I feel like that's going to be a fairly expansive room. Mm. And like I feel like um, this is one of those rooms that if y- if you were doing this on your own sort of grid and everything. You make a more irregular shape too. Yes, yeah. Like I this would, totally yeah. isn't gonna. Well, this is yeah. We're, this go, is we're just gonna dry. It'll be a block. Like, but, and yeah. we're yeah, we're doing blocks just to make it easy. I mean, honestly, we would probably yeah, we would yeah. We this would, would have this would be an irregular room. But for now, we're gonna try to, you know, this is just giving you dimension. Yeah. Again, we're we're trying not to take five hours making this. We're trying to do this in a fairly short amount yeah. of time. So, um, let's go. Um, so, so the we said it so far that so far we're ten north. So this is this is ten north. So do we want to want to call it three north three, and have our entrance there? Three north to the west, and then have it just kind of bloop upwards. Yeah, it could. Do it we could want do a hallway to it and then a room, or do we? Just I would room. I would just do. I would. Do, they just dug out a room. Dug out a room. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, and I, I think they've got like a rudimentary door here. Yeah, too. So there's, there's a door. There's some kind of there's some kind of doorway here. 
so if you want to do like a, a one block. I feel like we don't we don't have a lot of doors here, but a door isn't like the first thing on a goblin's mind. No. How how wide is our range? So wide, you mean going from east to west or going from north to south? Going s- from north to south. We're from north to south. Because right now we got we got two and then we hit the door over here, but that can also expand out over this way. So I I'm thinking that because like this has to be two over here, but then we can get right. But did here. you? So did you for your doorway? Did you do a little passage? I have. So I have you, this. Do you, do you have, have a doorway a, right a one here? One block passage. Do you want to do just a one block? Yeah, like, like a one, like a mini hallway. All right. Yeah. Or you don't know the problem is that limits it. To, I don't like that. Um, I don't necessarily like that. Okay. I don't know. Well, we can. We can. That's why pencils have racers. And so, Joe, actually, for the hallway thing. um, Yeah, put it in. I'll tell you why. Because it wouldn't be be single file for a goblin. Right. It wouldn't. Yeah. It would be double for a goblin. All right. So now do I would start with like one block south. Okay. And then go like. What does five look like? Five One, west. Two, three, four, five is out to here. That's plenty big, don't you think? Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. So, so go right across there. Right across. Okay, so that's to there. Go yeah, there. and then how far north are we going? Uh, want to go another five or go more? Yeah, I think another five is probably good. Let's look five. at five. Give them a good five, two, three, square four. room. Five is and there. Top of that, that means that you have a dead center one. So that's one block for your uh for your fireball. For your fire pit. That's a five by <laughs> oh, five. Honestly, for your fireball. That's a that's a pretty decent sized room, five yeah. by five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is but there. keep in mind, yeah. all your goblins, you're gonna have a fire pit. Yeah. And then there's gonna be like rag beds yeah. all around it. Maybe uh, a table. Maybe a table. Maybe or or just more likely just like bowls strewn about on the floor. That's and around yeah. the fire. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe a rudimentary spit or something. But um, w- and what is uh, what is and that? there's there's probably some form of a a, a chimney or a, you can't just have a fire in the middle of a closed cave room. That doesn't work. You need some way of getting that smoke. Up and out, and, and a, a draft somewhere. And we don't have to describe it, though. This is room yeah, I guess four so. That we're doing. Uh, that's room four. Yeah. So we're gonna call that. And why don't you slap me a nice little circle for a fire pit? In so the you want that, that dead center? Dead I center. like it dead yep. center. Yeah, common okay. room. So that's our fire pit right there. And sleeping. So that's fire pit fire. is difficult, but not dangerous terrain. Or is it dangerous, but it's dangerous if it's lit? Okay. What if it's just got some like some embers? Like they've got on a the ground that'll be your your. Like they got a small, small low and slow luau cookout going with just like the the coals smoldering there. Is yeah. that how you do? They got some patches on the ground. That's their little little bed. Realistically, how skins. would you cook a giant talking badger? <laughs> I mean, I suppose you spit roast it. That's that's assuming that the goblins are cooking it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You got those sharp teeth. Bedrolls and debris. Yeah, they do. But also, like, I think that they got that that fire there because they got sharp teeth and everything, but you're going to get cold. Yeah. You can't be cold. Got to be a good 
good warm oh, place for a yeah. gerblin to live. Oh yeah. So I got a, I got some skins strewn about. I got the fire in the middle. Yeah. Anything else in this room? I said fire pit in the middle currently with cold smoldering bedrolls and debris are strewn about. Yeah. Um, um Do we have like Do we have any goblins sleeping uh, in there? Are there napping goblins? I suppose depending on like the status of the tinkle alarm. Mm, yes. I, th- I feel like th- they they would wake up with the alarm, but they wouldn't. This is no longer a, they're gonna be like they're gonna get the jump on your your adventurers because not like the first room. No. The point of the first room is that the alarm goes off. We got people there just like waiting. They're on guard flank, duty, flanking yeah. the corners. Ready to smack you in the head the second you crawl through the passageway. Yeah, you're you're pretty well out of luck. But, but everyone in, else yeah. here, you know, they're gonna hear the alarm. They may hear sounds of battle. I mean, they're pretty close yeah. to to the guard room. They're not they're not too so far off. Yeah. But, but I don't think that but they're gonna be. But there is also a door. But yeah, so I don't think that they're gonna be rushing in to help. Uh, unless that's how you want to run it. How many if you want to run it that way, yeah. then you can run it that way. But how many goblins are in here? How many bedrolls you got, Joe? I mean, I tossed in one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, this seven, this eight, is a five by five room, right? Yeah, yeah. I and tossed in like ten bedrolls. So this is we're we're doing the one square is five foot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Standard, right? That's twenty five by twenty five. And, and goblins are small creatures. They are right? small yeah. creatures. So, but you always want to assume that they're still going to occupy. Tw- they're all still going to occupy the standard five foot bed. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're not gonna have like a twenty five gerblins in this room packed in there no, all yeah. at the same time. No, but some might be sleeping. I mean, we could say there's we could do another two d four. You do two d four. You do two d six. You do one d eight. Do one d eight. I don't like one d eight. One d eight gives you the opportunity for one. Yeah, yeah, an opportunity to be a easier one, room than your guard one room. single goblin who's. Taking the time since nobody's in the bedchamber with him to masturbate. We'll call it. We want to call it. Two, well, two d six could be twelve fucking goblins. Um, well, that's a that's they're they're a cr one quarter, right? I mean, so you could you could do one d eight plus two, or something like that. Yeah, let's do one d eight plus two. That's a minimum of three, maximum of more than three, maximum of ten. Yeah, that, that that'd be all right. I feel like that'd be pretty good. Ten goblins, you could get your shit handed to and you. And because your yeah. your first room there at the two d four, that's a minimum of two, so you're upping your minimum by one. A maximum of eight, you're yeah. upping your maximum by two here. So I feel like honestly, that sort of min to max ratio uh, is is pretty nice. So are we saying so? This room we said. Four, then parentheses, 2d4. Yeah. In this room, do we want to say... I, I don't know about that. I, I don't... I don't I'm I'm rapidly approaching the time when I'm not going to be able to, like, ethically judge we're, how many things to we're toss just, in. We're, we're not going to put the average yeah. numbers in. We're just going to say 2d4 goblins or 1d8 plus 2 goblins. Roll for goblin treasure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, bedchamber is done. Yep. Um, now, do we want to... Continue on the west side of the hallway. Do we want to put something on the east side now? Because east side is where we're going to start breaking yeah, into. Yeah, east side's where it's going to start breaking in. Yeah. Do we want them to have like a completed sort of, li- I guess larder, I guess, would be the kind of 
term, right? I mean, it's probably literally a meat cave. <laughs> like a, just like a small meat cave. So, Joe. Yeah. I'm going to defer to you as keeper of Harbeck, <laughs> knower of meats. Okay. What do you think? Where would the goblin meat cave be for you? The meat room. Okay. If the bedchamber is a dual purpose bedchamber slash eating chamber. Yes. I feel like not too far off from there, you're going to want to have your food readily available. So it can be, you know, grab the thing and take it into the eating room. Yeah. You want to have it right across? I guess right across. Do you want work. it right across or off of this room? I think I'm, I'm trying not to do too many passage, too many multi passages. Yeah. So I, I would do it because it's a simple dungeon directly across and just do oh. like a, oh, a small directly room. across. Then you could almost have your, your secret passage from I like from the meat I room. liked my secret passage in the little armory. You could have a secret passage from the armory to the meat to room the meat room that lets that would kind of let your your the adventurers grab lunch. S- they would let them guard l- grab lunch. It would it would let the adventurers kind of maybe get the ability to have an approach towards this uh, common area. That's maybe not what the goblins would expect. So because the goblins would expect anybody who came through triggered the alarm and didn't get taken out by the guards is just going to be rolling straight up this roll hallway through the main hallway. So, yes. so you could kind of give the the y- if you were so inclined to give your players. So I'm going to do another one of these yeah. little one hallways. Yeah. And then do we want to say it's another three by three room? Yeah, that's, that's fine. They're just a bunch of meat hanging on the walls. That's an awful long secret passage, though. Because mm. our guard room is hella south, isn't well, it? Let, let, oh, no, it's not. No, 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 I'm wrong. Right there. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So let's say where I put this shelf, there's not actually a shelf there. Or maybe there is a shelf, and that's where the secret door is. But that's just, you know, I put shelves in to be like, yeah, that's where they have their crossbow right there. That's where they keep their bolts. Well, okay, so... Is the secret passage in the armory, or is it in the guard room? Do we want to uh, do a secret passage from the guard room into the meat room? So just a little L right there. I would almost rather do that. Uh, but, but like, what what benefit does that have being a secret passageway? Well, I mean, it doesn't there's no benefit having me a secret passageway in the armory either. Except it's cool. A secret passage is cool no matter where you put it. Well, here's the thing. If you, th- I'm thinking like a goblin, right? So every goblin's got a boss. Okay. Goblin boss says I'm supposed to be on guard duty. Goblin boss comes in, sees me there. I say, hey boss, I gotta head into the armory real quick. I got a, a rusty sword. I'm gonna switch it out for another one. I walk into the armory. I sneak up, grab a little snack. Okay. I come back down. Uh, hey boss, I'm back. I'm a sword. Took a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's how <laughs> goblin do. And so I mean, you you almost you can shorten that by one too by dropping the no, the uh, meat room True. down one. Yeah, place. I could oh. I could drop the meat room. What's down the lower. DC to to detect the secret passage? Do we think twenty nine? I'm going to call that a fifteen. That's probably better than the number Let's I said. I'm going to drop the meat room down so that it's a slightly shorter passage. Yeah, for twenty. <laughs> not not there, Joe. Not there. You freaking idiot. You just erase it. You go straight over from there and then you come and down. Then you come down right there. Right? 
Yeah, it's kind of like a, an efficient use of space there, too, for, yeah. for Gerblins. That's, a, well, that's only what, that's 5, a 10, 15, 20, 25. It's a pretty intelligent use of space for a Gerblin, honestly. They're packing them in there. How are we doing on time? So we're at 143. So what I'm thinking we should do tonight is get to the catacombs. And then, and then we should part two it next yeah. week. That's not a bad idea. Joe, no. how do you feel about that? I say let's do it. So, Joe, make sure that you make that passage. Wait, make sure you, you dash that passage. So this passage is the secret passage. Yeah, you want to dash that passage. Technically, technically speaking, doesn't next week's episode begin our month of... I almost said Halloween. I meant to say Christmas. Yes. Yeah. But we don't have to take a million years to do the catacombs. We could watch the movies sometimes. Yeah, we could do both. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. could do both. No big deal. Okay. Fuck, worst case scenario, we did two goddamn shows. All right, larder. So now we're yeah, in the larder. So this is our larder. That's room five. Um, Maybe we do do two shows because then we could not have to record on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. And then we could just release one on that day, too. So I'm saying larder, piles of dodgy meat. Does larder mean what I think it means? It's a larder. It's a I'm place where you hold your meat. I'm just going to draw odd shapes. That's going to be meat piles. No, larder beetle. On dodgy meat on shelves. Ah, a room or large cupboard for storing food. Pantry. Storage room. Various sacks no of food. Spices. But it's not a scullery. Nope. Scullery is where you do the dishes. What about a spence? I don't know what that a is. A spence is an archaic term for a larder, according to Google. Um, I would say that, is there anybody in the uh, in the larder? I am um, erring on the side of probably not. So I was going to say, actually. Maybe, um, maybe that's the room that has just one goblin. <laughs> and that's the goblin that they kidnap and then break all of his bones. Yeah. And he tells him his name is Craig. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this isn't. Great. Uh, are you doing okay, Joe? That's what happened. How are you? How are you doing? Do you need to talk Josh about it? Josh broke all the goblin's bones and then asked him what his name was. And he said Craig. And then he rolled really low on his insight to find out what Craig's real name is. So, <laughs> Or we could just have there be a chef in there and have the chef be an ogre. Ogre chef. How the ogre? What size is an ogre? Large. How did he get through the tiny crack? He was a baby. Oh, oh they kid he was a baby. They kidnapped a baby ogre. This is my larder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Okay. Oh, but I mean maybe <laughs> maybe we do have a Shrek. There's no no, it's a joke. We could. All There's right. an undead Shrek in the catacombs. <laughs> we'll have we'll, we'll right, have maybe. an undead ogre. Um We've just upped oh. the DC. <laughs> yeah, right. But what if what if like and I know that I was the one who said, "Let's not be stealer from from Fandelver." Yeah. But what if I don't know what Fandelver is? By the it's way, Lost the Minds of Fandelver. It's, it's the D and D five E starter set adventure oh, never, that comes in. There. I never did it. Um, it's actually pretty fun. But what if we had like a rat running through the secret passageway there? That's actually a familiar for some. Spooky lich in the catacombs. So I actually think that we should go simpler on that. Okay. It's a larder. 
there can be a giant rat that eats the. Yeah. I mean, we have to have some some rats. Yeah. Giant be badger. There's got to be talking badger. There's got to be rats. So let's call it a giant rat. Fifth, yeah. Okay, so he's in roll. Dire rat. He's here in roll yeah. twenty. It's just no, it's just a giant rat, not a dire rat. Giant rat. <laughs> dire rat likes up upset. Yeah, uh, yeah. A giant a rat is a one. It's a one eighth. Mm-hmm. So let's say same as a kobold. Two d four or a one d four giant rat. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you got a lot of giant rats in here. No, just they're trying to get that meat. They they found the meat. They found the cave. They followed their nose like Toucan Sam. And I feel like. I feel like they're sort of in that hidden passageway or maybe in the larder itself. Yeah. I don't think that they're coming out into the main hallway. Right, Because I yeah. think that, m- I, if we're being honest, a decent amount of the meat in the larder in the first place is probably giant rat meat. Yeah. yeah. Because the giant rats keep coming in and coming up the main hallway and the goblins kill them. And they drag them into the larder. Yeah. in the larder. Yeah. And then more rats come in and be like, oh man, there's meat in here? I have and then they get killed and brought I in there, too. I have put a door on the larder because I figure they probably want that door closed. Yes, but not the secret passage door. Yeah, no. no. Perhaps yeah, which the is where the rats passage, come in. Perhaps the secret passage isn't actually a secret passage. It's just a right. hole that the, that the rats have Oh, done. yeah, it's a rat hole. It's a rat yeah. hole. It just happens to be a giant rat hole, which is why he can fit through it. Is this another crawling passageway? Do we, uh, we don't have to make it. No. We don't have to. Yeah, maybe it's just some rats. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I mean, maybe, giant, giant rats are small. Maybe because... Small there's giant Which rats is a big fucking in rat. the secret passage. There's also a goblin skeleton somewhere who was crawling to get a snack and got eaten by giant rats. But also, so a, a giant rat is a small size creature, mm-hmm. right? And so is a gerblin. Yeah. So they're like the same size. Yeah. And the first opening passageway was sized so a gerblin could walk comfortably through it, but a Single medium file, or yeah. larger needed to crawl. Yeah. Okay, we'll make it a crawl. This could be another crawl. And this is a crawl, yeah. And pretty much everything else in here is going to be fine, and I think that's probably because, you know, a gerblin's got, like, they, do, they don't like bugbears, right? Bugbears bug abuse bears, them. Bugbears use the goblins as okay. as slaves. Is a hobgoblin taller than a goblin goblin? Goblins are slightly taller than goblins, I believe. I'm just trying to think of, like, you know, that deep canon lore here, some of that deep lore that w- why is the main hallway? Well, there are there are, you know, goblins that work for bugbears and they work for hobgoblins. And yes, work hobgoblins, any goblinoid can be the servant or the, the thrall of a hobgoblin because hobgoblins is a militaristic, super yeah. intelligent uh, passageway. OK, so let's be crawled so yeah. through. So this is. So the secret passageway is passageway C. Yeah. Through. Yeah, and I think uh, one goblin. I think that's a pretty good basic goblin dugout. Skeleton. Right? Is. What's on the goblin skeleton? What does it reveal to you if you inspect it? Or does it just hold your attention it while a giant rat gets a sneak attack? It is gnawed to the bone. Yeah. Okay. It's got it's got nothing left on it. It's just the skeleton. So so it's just like a distraction. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's flavor. It's world building. It's flavor. It's like goblin teeth. Where are its teeth? Where do you think this gerblin's They're everywhere? <laughs> They're littering the floor. 
But why were they littering the floor, Joe? Or is this in a secret that so nobody knows? In my thinking, there were a lot of goblin teeth on the floor because they would fight over meat or fight over other things and punch each other, and their teeth would fly out, and goblin teeth grow fast. Okay. Like, I feel like goblins, in my mind, a goblin loses a lot of teeth and then regrows them like a shark would. Okay. Like, they just have rows of sharp teeth. So, let's, let's continue because we still have mail to do. Yeah. All right. Um, what other rooms would be in this? Because, we, yeah, we've got lots of hallway left to work with here. Or do we just want to blast the hallway eastward and get ready to hit the uh, temple? Well, uh, do, we w- do we want the hallway to be entering into the catacombs, or do we want them to be have, have like, uh, begun to... Du- I think they've, be- this, yeah, they've begun to dug a second hallway, and boom, they're, they're in the like, catacombs. They do began we, to we, dig east. Do we like east. them going towards uh, a, another room for for treasures and spoils or that could open into the catacombs? Or do we just want them to, to say, well, Joe ran out of paper going this direction, so we decided to turn Well, no, east. we actually have a lot of room yeah, either we've way. Got, we've got decent room north. We've got all the east. Hmm, I, I don't know. So Someone that's not me. I kind of like the idea of them digging out a room for treasure and then yeah, like fucking themselves. Because they're goblins. They're stupid. So why don't we shorten the uh, hallway? The okay. Uh, shorten it by like three. One, two, three. And we can cap it. One, Unless you want to have a room at the three. top of the hallway. I don't know what would go in a room up there. Honestly. That's the question. What would go up there? Is I've, I've kind of run out of basic Is goblin there? amenities. So... This is this is not a full on goblin base, so there would not be a big boss man no, who would have yet. his own office space area. No, not a goblin. Yeah, I feel um, like no, but I'm saying I like, feel like maybe the hobgoblin in charge or whatever the fuck would not have an office up at the top. Of I I feel like this was very much a in development. Yeah, dungeon. Yes, it was a starter dungeon. Yeah. literally a starter. They haven't dungeon. they haven't called in the big one yet. Yeah, they're, they they were still you know that well if, on their way. You know that if a hobgoblin comes in, he's going to make them dig the passages out so that he can walk in without right. having to fucking crouch down. Yeah. Um. So do you let's let's go east. Do you want to go from the top and go? Let's east? go from the top and go east okay. into a treasure room. And maybe there's like, do we want a decent sized hallway going to the treasure room? Sure. So, like, do you want to do some curves and such in there? Well, maybe they started to keep digging north, but it caved in at that point. So they said, all right, fuck it. So okay, We're going east at now. The, at the top of the hallway, just kind of... It's just rubble and... Yeah. and, and so do we want to make that... Do we want to do this single file, or do we want to continue it like our hallway was doubled? Two-square hallway. And then well, we got room for two, right? Oh, do me a favor. Do we never we, num- do have we never numbered two. the hallway. Shit. Um, the hallway is B. The hallway is B. That's what I have. No, that's good. Um, yeah, A is the A passage is this little one. So B comes off of what? B off comes of off of the guard the guard room. room. Okay. So B, I'll call that. Oh no. And then C is secret hallway. Oh yep. well. What makes sense here? So you want to say like this is all this is all rubble over here. This is blocked off with with rubble because there was a cave in, and that's why they stopped digging over here. Yeah. 
so they started digging this way. Were they digging the main hallway this way, or were they just were they exploring that way to see what they wanted to put? Hmm. Uh, Jim, what I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm still fighting with my uh, with my computer here. See, I'm of the mind that this would be a long, single square passage that is sort of exploratory. They're still, yeah, they're still digging it out. They're still figuring it out, and like that, they maybe they find a slightly larger natural hole as they were digging that turns out to be part of the catacombs. Okay, yeah. So they're doing some exploring. So let's say. We go like here, and then we go up a little bit, and then we go over here for a while, and then we come up and out, and all of a sudden, boom, it opens up over here. So that that opens up is that our is that our treasure room, so or is that what opens up into the catacombs? This is this is what they thought might be a treasure room, but then a wall crumbled away over here, and this is catacombs. Okay, so so let's back. One thing we can do is this hallway. This is your trap hall. This is where you fucking start trapping shit. Yeah. So what hallway? This is going to be hallway D. This is going to be D. Yes. <laughs> D. As in the dick. Yeah. And then we go up and through there. And then it opens up over here into something. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, we got this long curving hallway thing going yeah, on over here. I think that's pretty dope. And this is hallway D. Um How much more in the dungeon do we want to do today before we get to mail or Well, we're almost to the catacombs. Yeah. So, why don't we throw some um Why don't wha- we figure out the why traps? Why don't we throw some traps down? And then we'll do catacombs next time. All right. Hallway. Um you know what traps I like? Mimics. No, that's when we that's when we get to the that's when we get to the we yeah. That's also, not really a trap. He's more of a monster. Uh, you know what? You know what other traps I like? Because I don't. <laughs> lightning bolt. Ooh, lightning bolt's a good trap, but I feel like that drastically increases the uh, CR yeah, of death. this dungeon. Call remember, that a, remember a, that time? I'm gonna call it a, a dart trap. Dart trap is good. Dart trap's pretty good. On a um, pressure plate? Yeah, like Indiana Jones style darts come out of the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that towards the beginning of the hallway or towards the end of the hallway? It's a dead in the middle. Dead in the middle. All right. Let's call it right here. This is your pressure plate square. Okay. We got do we darts want, coming. Do we want a classic seal the hallway behind them anywhere? Or do we always want to afford them the ability to get out? I don't think we should seal the hallway unless we're caving shit in. Um, Which I did accidentally kind of set us up for with my bullshit world building at the top of this passageway. Yeah. I mean, if there if there is an if we want to put an exit into the catacombs later, that leads to the outside yeah. world. So they have to explore so the catacombs to, to get there. out. It's not a bad. But we idea. but we don't know yet. Well, we don't know. So yeah. uh, mechanical trap. Uh, poison dart. Um, what's the DC to disarm? Uh, DC to detect. 
Gonna yeah, call like that a DC fifteen. Yeah, it, I said I feel like that's a fifteen to detect. Uh, or 15, what about fifteen to disarm? Yeah. What about one of those traps? That's actually just a sphere of annihilation. A little <laughs> early. And what do we want that dart to do? Uh, what does a typical poison dart do? One d four piercing damage and must and, and must exceed the DC fifteen con throw. Uh, well, this is huge. This is a big one, actually. Yeah. Um, this is. Taking a two d ten poison damage on a failed save, that's gonna fucking kill somebody. Yeah, that's a lot of damage. Yes, if we're if we're starting, that's at level a lot one, of damage. Unless unless we're doing like Death House from Strahd, they're level yeah. one walking in, and then as soon as they hit the catacombs, they're level two. So we'll call that one d four. That's a lot of damage. damage. Um. Um. Well, and they could asp- they could be walking into this trap we'll call it way down damage. on health because there could there could be up yeah. to ten goblins in this. So room. we'll call this we'll call yeah. it one d four damage. Yeah, this is just a regular. It's a dart. That yeah, hits you. no poison, no poison. Yeah. All right. Do um, we want any other traps in this hallway? I feel like I I like a good classic fire triple, triple pit wire? pitfall. That's not pitfall. a pitfall. Okay. It's not like a crazy hassle to get back out of. Yeah. But it's enough to to do some damage. It's probably enough to deter a goblin. Yeah. It's probably easier for a medium creature than for a goblin. Let's say that. So, so where do we want to put that? Uh, let's put it just towards the end. Towards the end. So let's say, let's say right here. So I have pit trap. I, I, is that here. in a corner, though? Oh, uh, yeah. We might want to I don't really want it in a corner. I want to give them the ability to... Conceivably so here, bypass gonna, the trap. I'm gonna move this slightly then. Like the the poison d- or not the poison, but the dart trap in a corner would be fine. Yeah. I'm just thinking if they manage to trip the pitfall trap, you know, you could you could jump that, but you're not gonna be able to jump that uh that square directly into the wall as it turns around a yeah. corner. Right, Which so is, a, honestly, it's a great position for a trap trap. If you were looking to trap people and not let them pass, right. that's exactly where you want it, is the so corner. And this is going to be pitfall right here, right? In, I'm under the impression that, that, so is this that we want players to be able to I, progress. Is this a mechanical trap, or is this just, you know, basically, is there is is there a disarm? Is there a disarm possibility? Uh... Or is this just you have to make an athletics check and jump over it? Because we'll call it DC 15 Um, to detect. No disarm. Just pit. What do you think, Joe? I think it's not a pit. It's a web, and there's a giant spider that's going to come eat them. And then they die. Are you doing okay? Do Do you need to talk about it? The power has gone to my head. So we'll call it a DC 10 athletics. DC 15 acrobatics to jump across. And what if I wanted to use performance? You're fired. <laughs> okay. What if I persuade the pit to let So go? let's let's go into uh, the next, we'll say the next thing is finally. Um, so this room right here is the catacombs. Right now I have it at one, two, three. Four, at least four foot, uh, four squares from north to south. Um, 
Does that sound good to everybody it's as fine. like entrance to catacomb? Uh, and there's a dead gerblin in here. Do we want to have dead gerblin like towards the end of the hallway as well? Yeah. Yeah. But. And then I want him to be. Stabbed in the back as he appears to be running down the hallway to get back into the, the cave network. So he's a fresher. He's not a skeleton. He's a fresher corpse. Yeah. But like he was trying to make it back and something behind him stabbed him and now he's dead. And what could have possibly done that? So would that be a medicine check? I don't I don't know. I'm I'm. In I'm my beyond mind, the point of being able to come up with. In the my deep mind, lore. I think that would be a medicine check to, det- or or perhaps a survival check to determine what way he was running. But what if, what if I wanted to persuade him? Uh, you would have to cast Speak with Dead, which I don't think is a first level spell. It is not. <laughs> so I'm saying. But it is the only way you can talk to a vampire. Several Several goblin bodies of varying levels of decay are strewn about. Okay. And then there's that one. Listener, you heard me describe it. I don't need to say it again, and it doesn't need to be in the notes. Is that one in the hallway? I don't know where he is, Joe. I just said entrance to catacombs. In that area. I've I've lost the internal geometry. And that's seven. By the way, that's number seven. That would be room room seven. I have it. It's four... From north to south and three from east to west. Does that sound good? Yep. This All is right. gonna be a treasure room. Seven. Do you think they moved any treasure in here already before they breached the wall? Hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Could, there could be some loot in here. So we'll say treasure room slash entrance to the catacombs. Uh there'll be a box, one chest. Should it be hidden? Mm. Hidden chest. It's goblin hidden. It's under a corpse. <laughs> I was more thinking that's like good. The chest, yeah, yeah, like a chest is. Is this our first mimic? Or under <laughs> no, no mimic yet. Under a body. I um, feel like whatever mimic that we have has got to be like a really detect, really like nerfed mimic. Are there rules for like it's a it's a mimic m- with no tongue? Do we have rules in place for minuscule baby mimic? They're the coin mimics. Are those dangerous? Like really dangerous? And in, in, in if there's a bunch of them, they can be. All right, so I, I, like if I throw a mimic in here, I just want it to be an annoyance. I don't, or maybe actually, oh. What if instead of a Draco Lich at the end, it's we're, a not gonna, it's we're not going to we're not we're not going to do a Draco Lich for a fucking level. Not one if we're now. doing a level one. What level were we when when Yachthal sacrificed himself to save us? I don't even remember. From a beholder, you were never supposed to be a Yachthal. Six. So by the way, a mimic is a, is a CR two. Oh, then I don't yeah. feel so bad but about that. But we won't that. do it here. Maybe the mimic is the final boss. You make it all the way through this dungeon, you're like, cool. We brave this thing. Here's the treasure chest reward. Holy shit, it's a mimic. Yep. <laughs> All right, so um, we're good. We're in good shape. That um, is, in fact, what I want uh, want to do. Okay. I want the I want there the to be a mi- I want there to be a mimic at the end of this. Okay. But we need like a. So yeah. See, now we have a week to come up with cool stuff. Oh, for it, though. so what if what if these dead 
what if these dead goblins weren't actually killed by anything spooky in there? It's just they managed to kill each other as they all tried to get to the chest that they thought was treasure in the catacombs. Ooh, don't give it away. <laughs> no, I need that on recording because I'm not going to remember this okay. in a week. Well, it's recorded now. Um, I drew some dead bodies. Social work, Miganzo. I like drawing dead bodies. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, so what I do, Joe? <laughs> All right, so we'll be back for the next uh, installment of draw of doing this dungeon. This is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, this has been pretty good. Now, pretty we're, good now so we're gonna move on to mail. All right, we have three pieces of mail. Um, our first one is from Sarah. That's not Doug. Hi, Sarah. Who wrote her mail? At midnight, she must have listened to the show the night it dropped and then almost immediately wrote her note. All right. Because her response, literally the subject is, so Sarah emails us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. Actually, how else can people get to us, Joe? Well, other than couchcrouches at gmail.com, they can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at couchcrouches. Find us on YouTube by searching couchcrouches and look for the little logo of the man yelling. So Sarah's don't uh, forget to cast speak with dead. <laughs> Sarah's subject is look at me submitting my homework early. She says, "Hey Grouches, Aww. I definitely sat down to write this as soon as I finished listening to last week's episode. So without further ado, gentlemen, I present for your listening uh, reviewing pleasure one top five serial mascots. All right, <laughs> number five, Tony the Tiger. Number four, really Snap, Crackle, low? and Pop. Hey, Thorough Ravenscroft." Number four, we were talking Snap, about Crackle, and Pop. It gets better. Number three, Tricks Rabbit. Number four, Count... Ch no, I'm sorry, number two, Count Chocula. Number one, Lucky the Leprechaun. All right. Hold on, here we go. Top five serial killers. Okay. I'm interested. Number five, Albert Fish. Good she says, choice. Shudder. Good choice. Number four, Golden State Killer. Right. This is a huge part of the appeal on this one is the triumphant story of finally, finally catching the guy. A persistent crime writer who died suddenly, Michelle McNamara, may her memory be blessing. Uh, pioneering work in ancestral DNA, Paul Holes is a fucking treasure. And just the miracle of good news in the later half of the decade. Number okay. three, John Wayne Gacy. Mm -hmm. Is it Classic. me or is the makeup from the Joaquin Phoenix Joker straight up Pogo the Clown? No, it 100% yeah. is, and it was designed that way. <laughs> number two, Jack the Ripper, the enduring mystery. And number one, Zodiac, the American Jack the Ripper by some accounts. Payne Lindsay's monster has a great season on the wasn't Zodiac. That, wasn't he? It was it was Ted Cruz, right? We yeah. figured that out. And Disgraceland did an amazing April Fool's Day prank episode about Jim Morrison as the Zodiac. No H. H. Holmes. I'm disappointed. Now here's where That's things we've we've talked. Here's H. Where H. H. Holmes' era. Here's where things get interesting. Top five serial mascots who might be serial killers. <laughs> she did them all, guys. Yeah. Um, snap, crackle, and pop. Is, is number five. Okay. Really, I think they're more than likely to be mass murderers and serial killers based upon a typical folie du dynamics. I didn't look it up. <laughs> number four, Tricks Rabbit. I think it's more likely that he just snapped and went on a killing spree rather than following the typical serial killer pattern. Yeah, tricks are for kids. Count Chocula. How He's, many times are you going to call him a silly rabbit before he just right, murders snapped. you? Yeah. Count Chocula. He's a vampire. Yeah, that's The a odds given. are good that he's killed three or more people a with given. a cooling off period in between. Oh, yeah. No, I support that 100%. Number two, the kid-tested mother-approved kid from Kicks. 
Oh. Yeah. I would also say Mikey from Life oh, yeah. would oh. fit that as well. Hey, Mikey, he likes stab, 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 stab. And number one. That's how that goes. Number one, Lucky the Leprechaun. Probably <laughs> the most prolific and depraved of the bunch. I, he's been number one for both now of them. I have, now I okay. have this image in my head of the shining, the axe coming through the door <laughs> and just poking through, poking his face through he likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving off of that subject, top five gummy candies. That was a joke. She just totally went gummy candy. Yeah. She's like, fuck you guys. So she's number five, Coke bottles. Ooh. Number four, sour gummy worms. Okay. Number three, regular gummy worms. All right. Okay. Number two, Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Number hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't tell me yet because I'm building up the suspense. Sarah's either going to really, like, Impress me or really let me down on this one. Number one, Sour Patch Watermelons. Fair. Okay. I, I, I say that's fair. They Honestly, it, it is a much more like snackable Sour yeah. Patch candy. And now have, you, have you had the strawberry or mangoes that they released? I have Sour had Patch the mangoes. Yet? No. The mangoes are okay. The strawberries were pretty, pretty good. I don't know if I put them above or below watermelon or regular kids. Now, Sarah's final one was one that we gave her for herself, which is the top five fabrics. Did I say that? You did. Yeah. I thought that I said something like that that wasn't like pedantic. Well, it's okay. <laughs> is that the word that I wanted last time? Number five, linen rayon blend. The okay. look and temperature control of linen with the drape and wrinkle resistance of rayon. Number four. Cotton vo- voile, voile, oh. V-O-I-L-E, sorry. Lightweight and delicate, semi-sheer, and it keeps a slight shine even mm. after washing. It's just so pretty. I would just like to point out that when you searched, when you searched the Google definition for pedantic, adjective, of or like a pedant. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Number three, wax-resist dyed cotton. Uh, she says, whether African or, South e- or Southeast Asian batik. The colors and patterns tend to be extraordinary, and also something about the way their process just makes the fabric absurd- absurdly cooperative to work with. Number two, felted coat weight wool. Excellent Ooh. body, so cooperative, it doesn't fray. And finally, number one, silk taffeta. Nothing else has the swish, volume, and subtle sheen of silk silk taffeta. Also, it's unexpectedly easy to cut. I can believe that. Sarah, thank, thank you. Sarah. you. That's awesome. That's I, really interesting information, actually. No, like, yeah, that's kind of exactly what I wanted when I just spewed words last time. But I didn't know that I wanted it. Okay, guys. Um, this one's from Steven. Hi, Steven. I'm going to go. Sh- I either should go. To answer this, go first or last, depending on where we want this to go. Okay. Steven says, Happy th- Happy Thanksgiving, Grouches. With the holiday season finally upon us, oh, what was bitch, the worst Steven. Thanksgiving you've ever experienced? You, Jim, you already Have fun this tonight and enjoy week. one of the best food days of the year. You already answered this I don't one. think I said that it was on Thanksgiving. No, you didn't, but hey, spoilers. Should I go first? What was the question again? Because I was worst stuck on how you're about to What is to the do worst that? Thanksgiving you've ever experienced? <laughs> um, oh, shit. Do I want I you to go like first? Or I'll last? go. I first. feel like I should go last because I yes. feel like you two will have some very sad Thanksgivings. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I feel like we can uh, end. Mine's not. 
is yours bad or good? Mine is I I like like on the scale of what you know his is to whatever you think mine, mine might is be. Way the opposite of his. So I'll go first. Okay, sure. So let me let me let me set it up for you. It's uh, I already spoiled it for them if they listen last. It's week. Thanksgiving, nineteen ninety nine, and I have just brought my new girlfriend home. She's met my parents once before briefly, but brought my new girlfriend home for Thanksgiving, and we have dinner. And a couple of hours later, my dad starts experiencing horrible chest pains. They take him to the hospital. And about three hours later, he dies. That was the worst Thanksgiving I ever had. Yep. Which is, yep. I can't imagine a worse Thanksgiving. So there you go. Um, Gonzo. So yeah, mine is. Do not not top that. Mine is. I don't think anywhere. It just happens that Thanksgiving was, it just had to be Thanksgiving. I I mean, technically, I do got that one that happened literally the day after I had a great Thanksgiving. And then I woke up the next day to the phone call from my friend saying that another one of our best friends oh. had just hung himself. So in theory, but that's not a Thanksgiving but that day. But that could have been on Thanksgiving. He could have done that on Thanksgiving, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, do you uh, want to do, do, do take it? I mean, or no, do you, I'm not going to go have with a, that. Do you have a less depressing one? I, I'm not going to go with that. And honestly, I actually uh, I, I don't know if uh, any of the people related to that story listen to this. In which case, I'm sorry, I just kind of callously blurted that out there. No, but you, you know guys, what? We're but we are talking about death, so a little, mm, a, you but, know, uh, a little so gallows position do, is not bad. I do have the uh, the time that we went up to my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? And my uncle was back living with with my grandparents. Okay, this is this is the the not great uncle. Um, Yes. I, uh, yeah. Yes. So you have described him. So we're we're there, and uh, okay, we're we're cooking up the ravioli. We're getting everything ready for Thanksgiving ravioli. dinner, and all of a sudden, out from his room, down at the end of the hallway, comes my uncle, just dressed in his tidy whiteies and socks. Yes. And looks at us all like, huh? And that's when my mother looks at him and says, "Tony, it's Thanksgiving. Go get dressed." Uh-huh. What? It's Thanksgiving. Go get dressed. Dinner's almost ready. Oh, so he goes back into the room. About five minutes later, comes back out, still in his underwear and socks, and he gets sent back in. The third time he comes out in his underwear and socks, my other uncle took him into the bedroom, dressed him, and then walked him out. And boy, was he sitting there out of it. But he, quote unquote, hadn't drank anything since he was, quote unquote, sober now. That is, um, yeah. That does suck. So there was that. Yeah, I mean that's viable. That's <laughs> Joe? viable. Joe, so, be less depressing than than us. So I'm going to be not depressing at all because I don't, I don't know if I've ever had a bad Thanksgiving. Fuck you, Joe. As, so <laughs> as long as as long as I can remember, we have always had a Thanksgiving at my parents' house. So it was at my house for a very long time, and we had. Typically, anywhere from between 25 and 45 people every year. It was in the entire family would show up at our house. My mother would cook the entire day beforehand and the entire day of. And I was recently having a conversation with my girlfriend about how 
she is one of those people who just kind of skips directly from Halloween to Christmas. And she said, I think that's because Thanksgiving wasn't a big deal for my family because we didn't really care about having that family time. And it made me think, and I actually wrote a thing that I'm reading as Grace tomorrow for Thanksgiving about how Thanksgiving, we talk about pilgrims and Native Americans and growing corn and I am a turkey. Eat me. We talk about that around Thanksgiving, but what Thanksgiving has always or been about, <laughs> what Thanksgiving has always been about and what Thanksgiving has always been for me is it's a time to celebrate the people who have been in your life, who have changed your life, who have made your life better. Um, it's it's not just... I truly believe yeah. that as well. Like I, I have always said that Thanksgiving isn't to commemorate the pilgrims. Right. That's not what it is. It, that may be the, the framework yeah. within it, but it's about giving thanks to your family. Well, like and, there's, and there is there is a... And a, the good things that you have in your life. A section of the... I suppose it's a grace. It ends with a prayer, but it's it's more just like my thoughts uh, that says, you know, sitting around this table, look around you, you know, see all these people beside you, see the beautiful meal before you. Behind you are all these memories, and somewhere, somewhere that you cannot see, there is a chair that is full of people who have sat with you on Thanksgiving, who have been a part of your life, who, even if they've never had a meal with you, have changed your life and are sitting at this table with you right now. And that is what Thanksgiving is. It is celebrating that togetherness, celebrating that family, even with the people who are not your family with p anyone who has changed your life and made your life better. So, you know, I have been lucky and had a lot of really good Thanksgivings. And, and this Thanksgiving is our first Thanksgiving with no grandparents at all. Grandma is staying in the home for Thanksgiving because she can't do stairs anymore. And people are very upset and people are very sad, which is another reason why I wrote this thing. I met your grandma. Yeah. From Grandma. She was now, nice. Now, are, are y'all going to bring dinner to her or anything like that? We, so we are having uh, Friday afternoon, we're all going down to her home. Well, it's, it's oh. probably a group of like 8 to 12 yeah. are going down and doing a Thanksgiving with oh, her. that's lovely. And I'm sure there are going to be a couple of people because she's in – the retirement home that is literally like minutes down the street from my parents' house. Yeah. So I'm sure people will stop by and say, say, you know, happy Thanksgiving and, and celebrate a little bit with her before we do all that. But, you know, people are, people are upset because, you know, she's in her eighties. She can't walk up and down stairs. Her memory's going. If they want to take her out now, she has to have a wheelchair, things like that. But it just because she's not physically there does not mean she is not at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. as long as we are there and we care for her, she is at Thanksgiving. So that's, you know, that's my little rant, my Thanksgiving rant. And that's uh, a little positivity after, I want, you know. I want y'all to sit there right now and consider the fact that, you know, Stephen could have asked us, like, hey, what's your best <laughs> Thanksgiving memory? But no, Stephen sat down and, hey, Couch Crouches, what is your, hmm, worst Thanksgiving? You did this, Stephen. This was you. <gasps> he listened. I <laughs> called him out and he listened. So actually, um, Doug, Doug texted me about 
15 minutes before the show ended last week. Yeah. He's like, are you guys still recording? I didn't see it until after we were done. Uh, so, so Doug we emails to, us. We, we made it to the Roger part again. It's Doug, so nice. Doug emails us at couchgrouches at g, uh, gmail.com. And I assure you, this is back in the normal. This is not a Doug question. Um. Doug says, hey. No, this is a Doug question, and yeah. I'm happy for it. Yeah. Doug says, has anyone um, used Roll20 to run a game? I can't fucking figure it out. I'm not a dummy, despite of how I look and generally act, but I still can't make heads or tails of it. Any luck running tabletop using theater of the mind? Can I jump in real quick? Go for it. Go for it. I've never run a game using Roll20, but I've mm-hmm. played games using Roll20. Mm-hmm. Um, once you can get it going, it works rather well. I have friends that run games on it and yep. seem to enjoy it. I think, Doug, what you might want to do, no shit, is go on YouTube and find a couple Roll20 tutorials. They're very helpful. Mm-hmm. So I'd rec- I recommend that. Is, As it, is for that what Emma's using? Is she using Roll20? Maybe. Do you play a game with Emma? No, no. Uh, uh, Joe's friend of the show, Adrian's girlfriend, Emma. Oh, I mean, Roll20 is the... It um, might be. It, it might it, be on it's, it's the most popular online. Yeah. yeah. I think they're they're dis- they're talking over Discord, but they're playing in Roll20. That's yeah. exactly yeah. how I play Roll20. Roll20 yeah. has a... Um, yeah, it has a built-in a thing. Built-in Garbage. thing, but nobody fucking uses I've, it. Everybody I know I uses used Discord. I it for one game, and then we all hopped on Discord because it's, it's not... Yeah. Um, as for... Running tabletop using theater of the mind. Yeah, that's how I run tabletop. Yeah. So, uh, have you used Roll Twenty otherwise? I have. Though, Joe? I have also played a couple games in Roll Twenty. Uh, one of them was kind of like a D and D LAN party where we all had our laptops and logged into Roll Twenty and you know did things that way. But one of them was, it wasn't a D and D game. It was um, Stars Without Numbers. Sure. Um, and we played that in Roll Twenty. Um, which that you know pl- being a player you know just having the control over the one character and things like that and your movements and whatnot is much simpler than um you know being the dm and running everything well, i will say you can manage initiative pretty well as a dm yeah. in roll 20 so as it goes down you know when you get to your you know you, you know, obviously you, you're everyone's doing their stuff right when you get to your characters i mean it highlights them so you know yeah. what to move as the dm i only know this from looking at the tutorials yeah. and from verifying it with people that run it and i so also it's not too bad there are there are things that make it easier where they have you know when i played stars without number it had a built-in character sheet already. So if I rolled in the roll 20 chat, you know, you do the roll equals mm-hmm. D 20 plus decks or whatever. Um, it would include all of those stats for you and do all that stuff. And it's there for everybody to see. And then if you want, you can do like whisper messages to the DM so that only he can, only they can see it or, or, you know, if the DM wants you to make a secret roll, you know, they can make it so that only you and the DM can, yeah. Um, But, you know, so there are some interesting tools, and there also are, um, a friend of mine bought a pack that was basically um, the Yawning Portal book in already preloaded into D20 with the assets and everything. Yes. And he's been going over that to, to, you know, viably get, you know, essentially a playthrough of that entire book together. Um, and he says using it with those assets does also make it a lot easier. Yeah. But that's, you know, if you want to spend money. 
You ever done D20, Gonzo? A uh, roll 20, rather? I was a player in a in a game very briefly. Uh, only like a couple sessions. Sure. Before the entire group fell apart. Because it was, it was like uh, one of those ones that people would kind of set up like posted saying, Hey, I'm a DM. I'm looking for a group of people to play. Message me if you're interested. And they pick a couple people from a list yeah. of interested and then obviously no one can commit to a full-time schedule, so of course the game not. falls apart because right. it's a bunch of randos online saying, "Oh yeah, I'll totally do this regularly." Yeah, with you pugging pugging a tabletop is rough. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I don't have enough viable experience to comment. Um, it seems like a really interesting tool. It is. And yeah. I, I like the concept a whole lot, and they kind of hit on it and and. I remember checking it out when it was still fairly new. Mm-hmm. I remember is, is I remember checking it out at Gen Con years ago. And it's mm-hmm. like there was another one that was kind of trying around the same time. And There's Roll20 has just steamrolled everyone. I, would I feel like D&D Beyond is going to yeah, eventually that's do what, it. That's what I was going to say. I feel like I, I wonder how far along the D&D Beyond programmers are in actually building out something like that. I, I feel like that's that's not far away. Doug then says, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. I'm genuinely grateful for you three. Doug, if I can speak for the group, maybe not. Um, oh, no, I'll speak for myself, and y'all can chime in. Doug, you've been one of our longest listeners, one of our longest uh, tenured I listeners. Miss Doug. We are thankful for you, and we miss you. I, I will say Doug's, Doug's response Doug. would be, well, I'm at least in, in the state once a month, but you fuckers <laughs> never come to play vampire, so... I, That's true. I often think That's what he would say. There there are two reasons other than people sitting at this table that I would that I want to go to Vampire for. Doug is and one it's of Doug them. and Sam. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean honestly, I love everybody I play hey, vampire hey, with. Hey, don't you shit on Scarlet? Scarlet is also a listener who also plays vampire. Was Scarlet there when I played? You've never met Scarlet. Yeah. I didn't know that Scarlet played until I ran into Scarlet at. I could uh, meet Danny's Scarlet. Party. Scarlet I could show up. Scarlet plays a Tremere named Mercy. I could show up. I am no longer a Tremere. I no longer play my Tremere. I've thought about coming in as the super German Tremere. That could be fun. Yeah. I mean, I have I have my my other character that's not Vitor. Toriador, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, oof. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. I have ideas for what happened to your existing characters. I mean, or maybe I want to come back as him. Or if you want to, that'd be fine too. And then finally, finally, Doug says, also, I just right. I came in as a Malkavian, stopped playing for the entire time that Malkavians were doing anything cool. (laughs) And I will come back in once we're boring again. Also, I just had to fire two employees. Have you had to do that? Did you feel crummy? Yes, I have. I've only felt crummy a couple times. Usually, if I fire somebody, it's. Because I, it was the right thing to do. That's me. You ever had to fire anybody, Gonzo? Nope. Never been in a position of responsibility uh, above people like that. Joseph? I've never fired anyone, but I have told people to walk out while working on things. I don't uh, know if that counts as the same. <laughs> um, I've fired. I've fired my number, my share of people in in my times, uh, either in work or in theater mm. or in other type of settings um you know if i get to the point where i'm gonna fire somebody um my wife would tell you especially in the theater 
um, and with my wife being a production slash stage manager, that I am way too forgiving and that I give too many chances. So if you get to the point where I've actually fired you, you you yeah. done fucked up. So, um, but you, I mean, you always feel a little crummy, um, even... Well, I shouldn't say I always feel a little crummy. Sometimes you're just like, fuck you. That was all, you know. Well, I, c- I could see, like. <laughs> I feel crummy like, for, for being happy about like, it, if that makes you. <laughs> is it, did. So, Doug, did you make the decision to fire them? Or was this a decision passed down from on high that you, you, Doug, you are the one we have chosen to fire them. Yeah, were you were you Go the forth hat, were you the hatchet them. man? Like because definitely then you yeah, then, I, yeah, would you feel, feel I would feel I would feel I would feel horrible. Yeah. Uh, I could put myself in the hypothetical situation where I am the one who looks at someone and says, No, you're done here, get the fuck out and I could not feel crummy. Right. Or I yeah. could honestly, yeah, in that case, I don't really see why I would feel too bad about it because yeah. A lot like you, if I was in that situation, I feel like you've pushed me just far enough yeah, that if I, if I, I no longer yeah. care, yeah. please leave. If I yeah. got to that point, you're fucking gone. But yeah. if it was my boss saying, hey, so they're not working here, yeah. you have to get rid of them. Then you yeah, shit, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't want to say we're really bad, but... If, if Doug is feeling crummy, I would say that uh, it's, it's oh, yeah. not if, so if much... I, uh, if if I have to be the face that the person has to see when they hear the news that they no longer have a job, I would feel pretty shitty. But if I am if I am running an operation and somebody is being a fuck off and making my job harder by being there, I have zero problems being like I mean like get out. Get the fuck I, out. I have straight up shouted at actors during builds before because they were in the way and not doing anything and i've kicked them the fuck out of where i'm working so that i can get it done that's not quite firing them though. no, like, no, no but it, it's i it's, think it's like mini fire it, get, it gets that sort of idea of you know if if i'm to the point that you need to get the fuck out no i don't care about your feelings anymore get out right so you know i I don't know if it, any of this is helpful to you, Doug. No, it's good. It's good. Um, well, but I I'm mean, happy you 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 wrote us a message. Yeah. Do you want to call anybody out this week? Sam. Sam. <laughs> Where the fuck are you, Sam? I felt like I called Sam out last week too. And I it called. Didn't work. I called Sam out last week. I'm oh, gonna call Sam. Are we gonna have to right call now? Sam out on social media? Samuel. I forgot your last name, and I don't think we want to say it. So yeah, we don't. Um, in in this sort of format, but I think I remembered it. Does it? It started that. Yeah, it it starts with that. Letter. Letter, oh, okay. Yeah. Then I do remember it. So, haha, jokes on you, Sam. Sam, why don't you love us anymore? You should send us a message, please. I'll be your best friend. Yeah, Sam. Where's your Where's your You know, you listen to us while you work out, and then finish your workout, and then and then uh, you know. I feel like we distinctly called you out and talked about Cockney last week. So, um, at this point in time, this is going to be our show. Now, what I will say is, considering that um, it'll be Thanksgiving Day in approximately two minutes, oh, shit. Um, on behalf of you know myself and Joe and Gonzo, and I wish everybody a, a happy Thanksgiving. He does not speak for me. It's thanks, thanks, thanks. But but also, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um, 
You know what I love? I love the fact that Arlo Guthrie actually got like that. That story is pretty autobiographical, right there. In forty-three years, I have never heard that song before in my life. No, Alice's Restaurant. Yeah, never in my life. It's pretty autobiographical. Uh, you know, never they're, heard they're, it. That's just me, though. Well. Um, it's less of a song and more of an audio book with musical interludes. That was kind of the, the, the impression <laughs> I got. Yeah, but like, I don't know, it's not it's horrible. Not, I like Arlo Guthrie, yeah. mainly because my dad played Arlo Guthrie for, you know, me when I was a kid. And I yeah. tend to like most of the things that my dad played for me yeah. and the things that he didn't burn me out on. Cough, cough, Bruce Springsteen. Cough, <laughs> cough. Part of the reason I'm going to be bringing that, that uh, my, my switch with me on the trip up to uh, Massachusetts tomorrow is one because it's a trip up to Massachusetts on Thanksgiving Day, so it's going to take some time. <laughs> it's going to take some time. Uh, second off is because, oh man, I just turned my my. There it is. Yeah, you're you're fine. <laughs> I know, but I I turned it down and it I startled understand. me. And second off is because while I will totally listen to Alice's Restaurant, no problem. The second Adam Sandler comes on, it's like, nope, <laughs> I, I am tr- I'm putting my noise canceling earbuds in. And I'm not gonna listen because that's Talking a lie. For me. That's a lie. I'm gonna Talking listen to for it. You. I will listen to it exactly the I one time. Talking about you. Like, Wrapping up the turkey in aluminum foil. <laughs> My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. Okay, like, that's the thing is I will listen to it exactly yeah. once. I lied earlier. It's okay. But only the once. There is exactly one time that that is. A, a fun song for me. So what do you say, boys? Happy Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving. Well, it has now become Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving. So, um, In the meantime, Gonzo, uh, any holiday black magic corner? Any demons? No, no demons. But, you know, like a wishbone could probably be useful somehow. Wasn't there a Richie Rich movie where he used a wishbone and also ruined Christmas? You're asking me questions about a Richie Rich movie. <laughs> it was a live action. I didn't action. even know there was more than one Richie Rich movie. It was like Richie a live Rich action Richie Rich movie. That okay. existed, right? Someone look it up. Fact I was me. just going to call Home Alone Malcolm in the Middle. You're asking me <laughs> questions about one of the Richie Rich movies? <laughs> Right. Oh, and you're not going to beat that. So uh, for Couch Grouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gaza. Yeah, 1994 American Fuck comedy. Fuck on, audience. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, smooth jazz implies the existence of rough jazz. And I kind of want to hear what that's all about. Man, it is. I don't know.